0: hey um uh, yeah. i watched your show with um uh Clydesdale media holy cow thank you yeah Hey, um, you're like excited to share your
1: story you want to share your story no, right? yes all right okay well, i want to tell everything hi caleb hi. hi caleb
2: good morning
1: good morning what'd you say caleb oh uh,
2: never mind it's there was something up with your audio, but it's better
0: now. Oh, okay. Thank you. Look okay, at what a good dude.
1: My okay. audio or is mine too
0: loud? No, your sound. I think your sounds great. Does her sound good, Caleb? Okay. I switched uh, mic imports, Caleb. So maybe there was something weird when Dave came in yesterday. Hey, Denise, I ran into you at um uh, the Ma- uh, the Legends event, right? Correct. Yes. And that was where was that?
1: So that was in um, Phoenix. No, uh, Tempe, Tempe, right, Arizona. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. And 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 you were competing there.
1: I was competing in the sixty-five plus women's division. And, and you, I, I podium.
0: You won, I, right? Did you take yes. first?
1: Yes, I did. Badass, crazy, crazy,
0: <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. And and um, you listen to the show all the time. Yeah, that's well, crazy
1: when man. I can, when I can. Yeah, yeah, because I work.
0: What did your husband say uh, uh, about the the all of the crass fourteen year old boy humor that uh, seeps from my pores? <sighs> That's so
1: funny. I know is this so is funny. supposed to
0: be about you, but I'm just wondering how he processes it. What do so, he think about you listening to a show like that?
1: There was um an interesting uh, show that you did, um, and I wanted him to hear it because he doesn't listen. But I said you and he have sim- similar views, mm-hmm. and um. Uh, to tell you the truth, I I think it had to do with the, the thing in uh, New York.
0: Oh, okay. With the police officers, the two police officers yeah. who got beat. Yeah. That was and, sad, right? That is yeah. sad. Yeah.
1: But then there was uh, something else that went along. And you, you basically blew a few um, bad words out. Yeah. And I said, no, he, no- he doesn't normally talk this way. And then he, at the end of it, he <laughs> turns to me and he goes, believe me, he talks that way. And he's... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he figured me out in one show
1: yeah he, he was like it, and he wasn't complaining or anything because he does the same thing so it's just guys are guys when they're around guys
0: yeah I, um I yeah that we, we are i'll tell you a crazy story travis bajan the father of tyson bajan oh nice shirt thank you but Travis Bajan, the, the father of Tyson Bajan, the quarterback for the Chicago yes. Bears, yes. he sent me a, um, a video of of his son working with Jim Klopman, the slack box guy, the other day. And he's balancing. And I wrote, fabulous. Now make sure. And I said something really crass about him staying away from a certain kind of woman. You know what I mean? To, completely, very inappropriate thing, except for two two men to talk about. Like I won't even say it on this show. Um, and then I, a few minutes later, I saw Katie Motter reposted the owner of Rogue posted on the thread. I didn't see she was on it.
1: Yeah, but she's probably <laughs> oh, used to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I, I, Paul, I'd still uh, kind of walked it back a little bit.
1: I One walked other- it back.
0: I Because I wouldn't have said I wouldn't have even said that in front of my mom. Like if I wouldn't say it on the show, that means it was really crass. But but, man, (laughs)
1: I'm in a very male dominated uh, business. So what do you do? What do you do? I'm a system administrator, network administrator, and I've been working for the same company for 40 years. Uh So um, I've been around. It's very male dominated from the very beginning. So you hear some stuff. I'm just used to it. I'm just yeah. like, uh, yeah. they're, and even my coach will say stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm going to walk away. I'm just, I know how you, know how you <laughs> boys are.
0: Hey, when you say, tell, tell me what you do. Do you protect, do, um, did you, did you see the, um, the guy, the James O'Keefe um, did the undercover reporting on? And he said he was basically a network administrator for the white house. Do, what, what do you no, do? do you, I, oh, do you make sure that the networks are up in, in buildings like internet networks and stuff like that?
1: Um. Yeah, I can't tell you who I work for or anything like that. But um, I can say that basically, I keep servers up and running, networks up and running, um, and do
0: secure. St- do you keep them secure also? Yes.
1: Yes. secure. So,
0: okay. So so everything from making sure that the right whatever Cat six cable is being run to making sure that like people who get on the computers are the right people.
1: Yes. And not, we okay, actually, we, okay. uh, we have to make sure that we have notifications that come out and we have to basically uh, keep track of everything and respond to everything. So.
0: I, I highly recommend watching this video. It's on James O'Keefe's Instagram account. This is the network basically administrator for the White House. Right. And a James O'Keefe uh, pretend goes on a date with him like he must have found this guy on Grindr or something. Okay. And it's a crazy undercover. Uh, is everyone gay in our government? <laughs> yes. Um, uh, um, but it's it's hilarious because basically this guy sings like a bird about the White House. It's crazy. I, I'd be curious to hear your take on it. Some check it out sometime. It's okay. Announced. It just yeah. came out a couple days ago.
1: I haven't seen that. I kind of concerns me sometimes about you know how things happen, how things get leaked. <clears throat> and uh, we, as contractors, because we don't work necessarily for the government, but we do government contracts, um, we have a stringent um, rules that we have to follow all the time. And then when you see something inside the government, oh, they weren't changing their password, you know, simple, simple stuff, sharing passwords, things like that. You're like, yeah. oh, what the heck? Who yeah. has access you need to know stuff, right. and why does this person have access in the first place? So, a lot of stuff that what
0: state doesn't are you in? make sense, California. Oh, okay. So, in, Cal- in, 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 oh, you're in Southern California. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's now you have me intrigued.
1: Oh, what I do, or yeah,
0: yeah, who you work for,
1: what you do. Yeah, it's it's. I n- think
0: I I'll, it, I'll, 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 I'll,
1: all I'm doing is following the rules that we're supposed to go with.
0: Right, right. It's I'm guessing nothing. I'm guessing you work for someone like Northrop Grumman or some uh or uh, Hughes Aircraft or that's what I'm gonna guess. That's I'm that's I'm gonna hold it like that. Something uh someone who has contracts with the government that makes shit that flies. That's what I'm gonna guess. Okay. So you went to Masters and um and you you went to the sixty how long have you been doing CrossFit? So you why why are you entering CrossFit competitions? That shit scares the shit out of me at sixty five. You a competitive person? That's what you do? That's like
1: Yes. Uh, originally, um, like in high school and college, I played softball and volleyball, and it was fun. Um, and I always wanted to be like a professional athlete. But in those two sports, there really was no uh, nothing that you could do. So when I was 28, I took up golf and I thought, well, this this seems fun. Maybe I at 28. At yeah. OK, 28. Uh, I played before, but is 28 is when I actually uh, got serious. And I tried to play. I played on the mini tour for one summer in Southern California or in California. It was called the Players West Tour in 94 ish, 93, 94. I, felt, I took three months off work um, and tried it. Were you and married I,
0: at that point? No, no. No, okay.
1: Okay. no, I wasn't married at the time. I thought, you know, if I don't do it now, I'm just going to. I'll regret not trying it, and I sucked. I was so bad. I play better golf now than I did then. And okay, wow, I was like, "All right, well." What was, that's-
0: what was women's golf like in '94? Was it big? I know women's golf went through a, a like a massive boom. H- had that happened yet in '94?
1: Yes, it That's ha- okay. when it was. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Well,
1: that's oh, that's my husband. He has a terrible swing.
0: I, I wouldn't know. I don't know. It looks great great to me. What's wrong with his swing? Tell me what's wrong with his swing. I'm just curious. He dips
1: this. and he he his back his lower back, he's always protecting his lower back.
0: Oh yeah, me too. What so do you he mean dipped. he dips? What do, I didn't see him dip? I saw him dip but I saw him stand back up before the swing.
1: No, about, he'll dip as he comes through. Just as he hit, you'll see his hips lower. Yeah. I, and then he
0: Damn. Do you see it Caleb? What she's talking about? Oh,
1: fuck, I'm an
0: idiot. Okay, well, I don't see it. So, can you beat him? Fun. Uh,
1: no, he's better putter and golf uh chipper than I am right now. But I like we you,
0: I like how you say that right now.
1: Well, because I haven't been playing. Okay. But if if we go out and play like a uh a scramble, like a two-man scramble, we usually do pretty well because he I, I get to play from the red tees and I outdrive everybody. So that's
0: like, all right. The, the red fun. tees are where the girls hit from. Yeah. Um, it, It's funny. Uh, I always laugh when I hear games athletes be like, and you know, I'm not poo-pooing them, but you took like 14th at the CrossFit games. Fucking amazing. Great job. But then you interview them and they'll be like, yeah, well, uh, Justin Madaris just happened to be better today. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I hate you because know, you hear a lot of athletes say that. So I just like hearing that from Yeah, he's better than me right now. Like, hey, that's like the true competitor spirit. Like, I can't, I can't I'm
1: not going to say he's better than me. I like it. If I put more time into it, I would give him the run, run for his money. But I know what his strengths are, which is put, um, chipping and putting. He's really good at that. I have, um, like, I only see through one eye. So I have like a learned depth perception so that um, I was born with amblyopia, which is basically lazy eye. But the, the muscle between the two eyes isn't strong enough to make you look through both eyes. And then the, the uh, sight in this eye can only be corrected to 60. So I'm like, amblyopia,
0: Impaired vision with obvious defect. Or change in the eye. So when you said you you've learned what did you say you have learned depth perception?
1: Your your brain's pretty amazing. Um, you basically learn your brain knows sizes. So like I play volleyball. Uh-huh. If you have no depth perception, you were thinking, oh well, how do you know when to hit the ball? Well, you know it by the size, how big oh, it is wow. as it okay. reaches you. Okay,
0: okay. Oh, I like that. Wow.
1: And it, it's since I was born this way. I've never known anything other than so, but it does kind of hinder putting and chipping. How's your driving? To...
0: You should be driver. Should you not be driving?
1: No, I'm a great driver.
0: You are seriously. Yeah. Are you, have you noticed? Oh, oh,
1: because part of it is even though I don't see in the front, I have good peripheral vision. Like I can see my hand. I can see that my hands there. Oh. So it's not like I'm just totally blind. It's just that when you look out here, the left eye took takes over.
0: I, I'm no, I've no, I'm noticeably. um. I, my, my driving's eroding. My, my driving skills are, are dimin- diminishing, diminishing. That's the word I'm looking for. Are your driving skills diminishing at 65? No, no. You still can you, you're still comfortable driving at night
1: too. Uh, yeah, that. I don't, I don't, I think that. You know, low light thing is getting is starting to creep in, but I don't really drive much at night.
0: Uh, Jeremy, is it just me or does Denise look younger than Sevi? Fuck you. It's just you. OK, um, uh, it's all yeah, hair color. Yeah. Get, getting getting older is weird. Like yesterday I was doing 80 and I was like, oh, I'm not as confident as doing 80 as I used to be. I mean, and, and I know I don't tailgate at all anymore. I mean, I should I should have ever tailgated, but I don't tailgate at all now. But when my my mom's in the car, she thinks I'm tailgating, and I can tell. And the reason why she thinks I'm tailgating is because she's even older than me. She's my mom. And so her reaction time is shittier than mine, right? And so then she thinks that, like, and and so everyone's reacting. to. You've seen those people, right? You've seen obese people and old people do that. When they walk by you, they think that you're in their way, right? Or they think my kids are in their way. Well, the reason why they think my kids are in their way is because they need – old people need, like, ten times the amount of room to walk through something, is young people young people don't care they just fucking slide through or whatever right but you've seen that right old people get upset they think someone's in their way but really it's like hey dude there's plenty of room for you you know what i mean but you yeah. but you're not if you do have any of those things you turn into a whiny old person at all get mad when the neighbors have the radio on too loud shit like that you getting old at all
1: well yeah that <sighs> I go to I mean. bed. All right. I go to bed at like nine o'clock and
0: <laughs> oh yeah, old. Okay, good. Now we're now we're getting some dirt. Here we but
1: go. but the thing is, my husband's uh I was driving the other day he goes, God, you drive like an old woman. Oh wow, like, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Wait a minute, that's not fair because I'm driving as if I have another person that I'm responsible for in my car.
0: Yeah. If that's an old person thing to say. That's old person thing
1: to say. If he wasn't in my car, <laughs> I'd be like zooming all around. And I'm like, seriously you drive different when your husband's in the car yes because wow, I have that responsibility of someone else in the car
0: wow look at you that's good okay uh someone said uh 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 look at my two cents uh I was there in 2000 to 2004 I think she means um the mini tour interesting
1: uh I'm players west
0: interesting what because maybe? I was
1: trying I was trying to find anything on players west and they don't have anything
0: You're and like, you know it's it, really funny. before the internet really 94 is before like youtube yeah. and shit so you're saying that you can't find anything on it
1: yeah <clears throat> i <clears throat> i've been getting uh annoyed with uh men trying to play women's sports yeah and I, so
0: I, so lame
1: i i um so i was trying to find the first time i i had an application for playing the am the mid am U.S. mid am for uh, golf. and I remember distinctly the first line of that application back in the eighties or in the nineties. Must be born female. That was oh, the first line. Wow! wow. And I'm trying to look for that, and I can't find it because it, it just kept with me. I'm like, wow, why would this? Why would this even be a thing? And now it is.
0: Yeah. Hey, it's a totally fair uh, r- rule for something.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it, it's to, it's totally it's totally a fair rule.
1: So it's looking and now they don't have they don't have that in the first line of the application form anymore. Mm-mm. They must have changed it.
0: Uh, ma- Oh, Masters Golf Tournament. OK. OK. I don't even know what that is, but. Is Masters in golf the same as Masters in CrossFit, just for people who are older?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. A different age bracket, I believe masters maybe Mm -hmm. 50 plus
0: are they are those guys still good yeah like do people watch them or is it like you guys in crossfit no one cares except you're yeah you're you're, you're, kind of like
1: that i think the old guys like watching the old guys but also the old guys like watching the women's golf more
0: hey is that gonna oh really
1: Uh uh-huh
0: oh that's interesting because they're girls like because they like they're attracted to them or because they can more relate to their play
1: I don't know. I, I really don't know what it is. Oh, that's I, interesting. I just find old, older men like watching women's golf.
0: Um, uh, clearly there's no, what is interesting, I guess, about CrossFit is clearly there's no, um, the, 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 no one's not watching. It's, it's not like the WNBA or the NBA. People love female, <clears throat> people love women's CrossFit. Yes. Like, like women's gymnastics. Like no one's like, well, the men can do it better. No one's saying that everyone's like, yeah, the women, like, it doesn't matter. People love women's CrossFit. And actually, I don't know if maybe this is a sign that I'm getting old, but they the, the masters and the adaptive are on some levels are significantly more fun to watch in person than individual because individual, you all, all the masters who are out there are impressive, and all the adaptive are impressive. Like every single, it doesn't matter if the, he's a shitty lifter with one arm. You're still like, damn, that dude got one arm. Or it doesn't matter what woman. It, it could be the last place woman, but if she's climbing a, a rope and she's sixty five, you're like, you're having your kind of your reality and your perception of what's humanly possible change, right?
1: You think about hey, that could be my mother try climbing that rope. There's mm-hmm. no way my mother would climb that rope.
0: No way, or even think it's possible. Hey, I just saw yesterday. I don't remember where I saw it. I forget the guy's name, but I saw a guy who's 72 years old get his first muscle up.
1: I saw that. I think CrossFit posted that.
0: Yeah, what a stud that guy is.
1: I was very jealous. I don't have yet.
0: Yeah, what what a great guy. How close are you?
1: Well, um, still doing the surgery. I was close um, for getting a bar muscle up at the competition. I got one one arm over the, the bar.
0: Are you healthy right now?
1: My kidneys are, are still the numbers are still bad, but um I think honestly I'm always fighting something.
0: Yeah
1: so it's lately it's the kidneys. You so look, you look great. Thank you.
0: You go ahead. What were we gonna say? So what?
1: Uh two two years after I had the mastectomy is when um, my kidney numbers started going down and then having the implants out after that, because I had implants and then having the implants out, I feel so much better. So I know I know I am better, but I don't know re- where my kidney numbers are. I need to go get them looked at again
0: um let's tell that story that you t- the, um is is that cool you i heard mm-hmm. it on clydesdale and i mean i heard it briefly when i saw you at masters and i was like oh man this lady wants to tell her story i can't wait to have her on but when you told it on clydesdale i was blown away because it's got so many cool like nuances and turns and like so you, you were a runner with a frozen shoulder
1: mm-hmm.
0: what is that what's a yeah 25 half marathons two marathons yeah ton of hardware hanging in the back So So, tell me that, how do you get into running?
1: um, So I was playing golf and, and then I thought, well, I'll take up running and help me with golf because I was carrying, uh, walking and carrying my bag and then kind of realizing that golf, I wasn't going to be as successful as I wanted to be. Um, I just started running half marathons. Well, I started with five K's and 10 K's and I hated those because you had to run way too hard to make any, uh, metal. So I said, Oh, I'll just run a half marathon and you get a medal. you get at the end because you participate. Yes. So that was fun. And then I held
0: at heart. That's all my kids care about too. They just want to bring some metal. <laughs>
1: How'd
0: they do? They did great. They kicked ass. So three silvers and a gold, big, huge brackets. Yeah. My boys did great. Yeah. Only, only one of the boys, they, they all the two matches that they lost were very close. Um, so I mean, they should hold their head up. Yeah. They work hard. It was cool. It was cool.
1: Excellent. Congratulations. So, um, I thought, well, my shoulder started hurting and I was like, how do I hurt my shoulder just running? Because all you're doing is this. I couldn't figure it out. Um, went to the doctor. They took an x-ray. And the doctor's like, eh, there's nothing anatomically wrong with your shoulder. I'm like, okay, well, what's wrong with it? What? And they didn't know. They weren't really going to do anything with me because I was like 50. I was like, all right, this is great. And I had at the time, I was like more concerned about my gallbladder. My gallbladder had to come out and I suffered with gallbladder issues for like a year.
0: Was it um, was it um, inflamed? Your gallbladder was expanding? What what was It just stopped
1: working. It stopped working. It's unusual. No stones or anything like that. But they did this, what they call a gallbladder empty test, which is you lay there, you get a scan, they give you morphine. Uh-huh. For some reason, morphine like triggers your gallbladder to empty uh-huh. because, all right, what your gallbladder does is it holds all the bile that comes from your uh, liver, holds it until you eat something fatty. When you eat something fatty, uh, it spits out bile that helps break down the the, the fat.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, uh, it, it, the gallbladder isn't like, what's that called? Fis- f- what's that called when you don't need something, Caleb? Fastidious. Fastidious? What's that word? Like they uh-huh. claim... They claim the gallbladder not one of those things
1: oh I like the it, appendix
0: is the appendix vestigial like it's supposed i mean I don't believe this but like supposedly there's parts of our body that we don't need that are just hanging around that, that we haven't evolved out of yet uh science refers to the oh vestigial oh vestigial organs meaning that while they're they were once useful they serve no purpose to humans today it the gallbladder not vestigial no you're saying you need it Oh, here we go. Sorry. Then there are organs such as the gallbladder that are a step above vestigial organs, and their function, which the body can still function. To. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, so basically,
1: uh, you don't have a you don't have a place where your bile is going to be stored. It's constantly being dumped out of your your liver. So into your well, stomach. Yes. Okay. Into your tract. Okay. It goes down in the bile duct. And th- honestly, as long as I don't eat anything too fatty um i'm golden uh, oh, mine's I would more think you, i would
0: think you need to eat tons of fat shit because you always have bile ready to help process it no yeah. it doesn't work
1: that way okay i'll be the, about about that big okay um and it, it's you have to be careful because sometimes if you eat something that triggers your liver to dump too at the same time um you end up going to the bathroom really quickly oh so, yeah i might have that
0: I feel like that happens to me once in a while i might have that
1: yeah my brother's gallbladder actually had stones and he had to have his taken out oh damn so i like i don't know if it's um hereditary or not so wait so wait a second so
0: how do we get your gallbladder from your shoulder your shoulder
1: <laughs> we, because what when i had uh, pain in my shoulder yeah. i was also dealing with the gallbladder yeah and it was more important for me to get the gallbladder taken care of okay okay Okay, so then I left the shoulder and and that's when I joined um, CrossFit because I thought, well, maybe CrossFit will help me with um, my running. And so I started there and I went like twice a week, started there in 2010. They had um, affiliated in Resolution CrossFit, affiliated in 2009, and they opened the doors in early 2010. And that's, I started like March of that year and I went like every, twice a week and I realized going twice a week was not the thing to do because you were constantly just sore. It's better to go more than less. And, um, so I started going so that's more 14,
0: than, 14 years ago, 15 years ago.
1: Yeah. This is okay. my 13th open.
0: Wow. Congrats. Okay. So you were, you were my age when you started. See how I slipped that in there?
1: Yep. All right. And I couldn't take the pipe because because of my shoulder, I couldn't even put a PVC pipe over my head. So they they're like they were kind of I can't imagine my shoulder being that that jacked up. Yeah.
0: If you don't do it you couldn't go,
1: like, do, a, you couldn't go you, like that. No, I couldn't. Crazy. I couldn't even hang from the bar.
0: Oh, crazy. You weren't strong and, enough to hang from the bar. The pain was too excruciating. The frozen it was, shoulder.
1: I would walk through a doorway. And if I just tap my, my wrist like that, it was like someone took an ice pick and just jabbed me in the shoulder. Damn,
0: damn, damn. And, 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 and the more, and, the, and then, so you were running more to maybe make the pain go away and it was just making it worse. Do you think it was it, this, was it this that froze your shoulder?
1: No, no. It's okay. just, it's something that happens. Okay. Uh, especially with women that are over 40. Okay. It, it, and I, I can't tell you why the doctors don't seem to know why from my perspective. So you can either go in and have this thing because what, what frozen shoulder is, is basically um, adhesions all through your, uh, develop through your shoulder. And so you can go in and have this uh, met, like sedated, manipulation of your shoulder to break up all that scar tissue or you can just have it naturally it'll take you two years to to release and that's what i did but i use um crossfit to help me with that, and I eventually was able to hang from the bar um do all sorts of stuff and now i can lift weight over my head
0: so but- demanding full range of motion of the arm even though it had frozen slowly unfucked it but you had to yeah. push through some pain and discomfort yes all right i'll buy it i'm buying it
1: i ended up having um surgery on this years later because of um arthritis developed up under the shoulder blade or the you've um
0: you've had 12 shoulder. surgeries yes we've talked about two gallbladder now shoulder
1: well mastectomy
0: Oh yeah, but let's pretend like we didn't hear that yet. That's going to be a good <laughs> surprise.
1: I had uh three laparoscopies because I also did infer- infertility treatment.
0: What what's a, what's a laparoscopy?
1: Laparoscopy is when they go into you, through your belly button uh-huh. and clean, clean out around your reproductive system. Because I have endometriosis. I sound like a wreck. Um I You look great. End-
0: you look great. You you show good. You're you're like you're like a really nice car, but some has got it's a, the engine's got a little, pang in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I had endometriosis when I was younger, and so they did three laparoscopy to, to try to did, clean. Did that, that up.
0: work? Did you end up having kids?
1: Uh, no, we did. I did get pregnant once and lost it at um, ten weeks. Yeah, and then we did infer- infertility treatment because I met, met my husband later in life when I was thirty nine, and yeah. so. It, I didn't, I didn't try to get pregnant when I was younger, obviously. So yeah. as I got older, your eggs get older and yeah. just life passes you by.
0: Yeah. Um, my wife had her first kid, at, we, uh, miscarriage, kid at 39, miscarriage, told me absolutely not. And then had, and then we had twins after that, oh. after she told me not, not to, but I still did. But um but yeah it, it, and they said the reason why the body was dropping multiple eggs was also because that's a sign of getting older the but it's kind of like the the body being like hey you better hurry up you've been fucking around now we're gonna give you two yeah but anyway okay that sounds gnarly by the way that laparoscopy thing that sounds gnarly going clean, yeah, that sounds wild cleaning well, the, up around the organs like what does that mean like i don't i don't, I don't like
1: that well i felt better afterwards oh you but did they, they blow you full of air and then you know cut out all the scar tissue because that's what endometriosis was like my left ovary was stuck to the uh. the wall of my intestines and yeah,
0: oh, so it's like a it's like a high pressure wash. Hey, um in all seriousness, do you think I, I think probably going um there's arguments that going upside down is it that's one of the benefits of going upside down. Did you know that? Really? That it, yeah, that it gives the organs like a break, like they, like they, put, like when you go upside down, like you know, how you said they stick to each other, so like being upside down help, like shifts them and they get a little like little reprieve. Oh, well, that's I mean, a sign. Do you go upside down? Yeah. Dang, look at you, sixty five. You go upside down. Shit.
1: Well, I try to.
0: I don't even like to do somersaults anymore. I go upside down. I still do handstand walking with my kids, but I don't like to do somersaults.
1: Well, I have one more, one more disease okay. and it's called Meniere's disease, which I was diagnosed in when I was 40 and that's, um, Meniere's is, it's kind of the weird, you have a hearing loss, you have tinnitus and it's almost like you have, um, uh, vertigo all the time.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like I got a little bit of vertigo. I must have Meniere's too.
1: Yeah. This, is this was huge because, I would sit in my office and i would just hear this whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Ooh,
0: that's scary that's not fun
1: yeah and they they basically said there's nothing they can do majority of the time is when they do autopsies on people with meniere's disease they have extra salt in their ear I'm like great did you, I, did
0: you do a lot of drugs as a kid
1: <laughs> zero. zero
0: damn too bad like you didn't have like you didn't do cocaine for like 10 years and you can blame it all on that damn
1: no, it's just bad bad genetics. Did everyone um, in your family got this stuff? Everyone no. got
0: no. Oh, um
1: yeah, my sister has lost some of her hearing. My brother had his gallbladder out. Everyone has arthritis. Um, do you have do you use hearing aids? No. My hmm. husband wants me to, but no. This ear is good. It's just this ear that's bad.
0: When 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 my dad started losing his hearing, um for years, he would be like he would accuse everyone of mumbling. That shit would would piss me off. I'd be like, dude, we can't all have just turned into mumblers. But he insisted that we did.
1: (laughs) Well, so you were talking about going upside down. I would try to do a GHD because I had that very strong. I would get just so dizzy. And the more I did GHDs, Uh the better it got. Oh, interesting. Okay. So the more I went upside down, the better my Meniere's disease got.
0: I told I told Greg recently, I'm like, fuck, dude, like I don't, I don't want to do somersaults or I don't like doing skin the cats or any of that anymore. And his response was, hey, dude, do more. And I go, really? He goes, yeah, you don't want to lose that. He's like, face that head on right now.
1: I don't know if it's, it, they have something to say uh, all those little particles inside your ear.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: they kind of break loose. And then if you go upside down, they get stuck again or something. I don't know what it is, but. I would my say mom had 100. my mom had that
0: happen to her and she went to the doctor she, she my mom was basically called me one day she's like hey i'm stuck in bed and i went over there i'm like what's up and she, her eyes are closed and she's like i can't move so i basically had to take care of her for like fucking a week my mom's totally capable but she became completely incapacitated and then she found on no doctor no ambulance none of the people could tell her what it was then she found on youtube that there's this thing you could do with your head like and then this little crystal went back in her, the right spot in her ear. And she was like at the 80, she was like 80% better like that. And I was like, what? But I will say this ever since then, my mom is not as stable as she used to be. I mean, st- I shouldn't say that. Cause I don't know if she knows that, but like, I see it or, or maybe she has some fear now. I mean, she's still great, great CrossFitter. She's my mom, 80. I don't know. How old wow. Yeah. Still great CrossFitter. You know what I mean? Um, but she just sent me a PR. She did. I want to say she back squatted 70 pounds for a couple reps or something. Nice. Cool. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so, so you go to cross, you get frozen shoulder, that thing gets unfrozen and you're like, dude, this is the shit. I love this. I'm going to do more of this. And so you, yeah. and so, so you get totally, you're into it.
1: I, I gave up golf. I gave up running. I was like, I was told as soon as I could figure out that I could lift heavy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I almost said a bad word. Yeah. Um, I was like, this was this was my sport. I'm like,
0: what what lift specifically? Was it the deadlift when you started deadlifting? Yeah, Yeah, me too. I'd never deadlifted before CrossFit.
1: I was like, I wanted to be the 200 club for the longest time, and the coaches would not allow me to. (laughs) They kept on saying, "No, you're not allowed to lift that much until you lift a long time." And so I finally, I finally got there. It took me a, a few years, but.
0: You have some kind of some crazy lifts. Uh, um, You have 110-pound snatch, 161-pound clean, and 137-pound jerk. That's cr- that's wild.
1: I The jerk is the hardest yeah. for me. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's maybe because my legs are so long. It's really hard for me to get under the bar. But And my arms are so long. I have really long arms and legs.
0: What's your deadlift? Three, into two, ninety-three. Wow, God, I don't. I, I wonder if I could. I don't even know if I can deadlift two ninety-three right now. I've started deadlifting again a little bit to get ready for the open. Um, um, look at you. Oh, in a comp, you did one thirty-five. That's you.
1: Yeah, that oh. was. This is my favorite thing. Was the lift the the lift I, uh, won that. Uh, Event with 245 total because I did 110 and 135.
0: Look how so how easy, I, you clean 135 too. That was crazy.
1: Oh, 135 is not, it's pretty easy. Yeah,
0: look at you. You get shoulder, uh, your elbows up high. Look at you. Damn, holy shit. You always but wear also, is that how you wear your hair when you compete? You pull it back like that? Yeah, always. Yeah.
1: I have to. My hair's too curly to keep. So, um, this is my new love now—weightlifting. Look at gonna, look at
0: even your foot position is beautiful. Look how limber you are. Jesus Christ, that's a beautiful photo. Look at that. you. Like that, Caleb? That's sick, right? Look at you. You even got your toe turned in like you've been to some Bergner camp.
1: I I met him. A um, uh, Mike. Uh huh. I met him at the CrossFit Games this last year because I went as a coach for um, Cindy Hinkle. She was in the 50 to 54, and I said, "Oh, I want to go see their um, the Berkner because I've been doing a couple of uh, weightlifting meets last year." And uh, so he was really fun. He was fun. He's great. Yeah, he's great.
0: Yeah, he's a good dude. So, um, so, so you're cruising along, shoulders on fixed uh dead 200 pounds and um and, and then and then what happens and then you get sick
1: so then yeah um so the year i turned 55 was is the year that you you basically turn um the weights go down uh-huh. for for our, uh crossfit open and all that stuff and so i i said all right this is going to be my year because i get to you know it'll be easier to lift and I was diagnosed with breast cancer right after my 55th birthday, um, November first. And how, so, how did, they,
0: how did they find it? Did you just went in for a regular checkup, or you felt something?
1: Uh, no, I didn't feel anything. Um, I have had I have had lumps removed from the other breast, um, fibroid aden- adenomas, because those came after the infertility treatments because they pump you full of hormones. And it kind of accentuated the um, the fibroadenoma. So I had those taken out. They were not cancerous; they were just benign tumors. Um, but they said uh, with my family history, my mom died from breast cancer um, when she was fifty-eight years old, and and then I had some other. What dis- year was
0: that? What year was that?
1: My mom dying yeah it was
0: uh 83 dude does that haunt you like someone in your family dies from breast cancer and then the whole time like every like once a week it pops in your head do i have breast cancer i i
1: I felt i had um ticking time bombs on my chest
0: yeah that's what i if so if someone in my family died from that i would that that would be that would be a, a constant reoccurring thought right In my head, it'd be be like also like if someone committed suicide in my family, I've heard that also if someone commits suicide in your family, like one of your parents that you'll be like, oh, shit, like you become almost mentally ill about being mentally ill. Okay, so it was like that. So when your mom died, you're like, oh, shit, you you feel like it's only a matter of time for you.
1: Yeah, I was like, all right, well, and the, the I was with her when she went through all her chemo um and her radiation and it was hell and i said to myself i said i never want to have that happen to me so i'm not i'm not gonna smoke because my mom was a smoker she was a drinker um i thought all these bad um habits that she had kind of led to it plus taking hrt she had a full hysterectomy so i'm not quite sure why because i was a lot younger she died when i was 24 so a lot of this happened like kind of when I was young, I was the youngest of four. So I kept on thinking to myself, I'll just keep myself healthy. I'll do everything I can to keep myself healthy. I won't do, I won't do drugs. I won't do anything. And, uh, and then I was diagnosed. But before that, they said, you need to continue to do scans. And so there was a doctor um, that, said, that sent me, my regular doctor, he said, you need to go and have this done every year. And so I said, all right, fine, I'll do it. And then the radiologist saw that there were some changes in some little um, specs on the scan. And he said, we see some changes in this area. You need to get an excisional biopsy. I'm like okay, another surgery. What does that so mean? I, they
0: cut into your boob and, and get something in there.
1: Yeah, they base basically take out a,
0: a biopsy. Do they do do they don't just put a needle in there and yank something out? You actually have to put you under and.
1: They did. They tried to, and they couldn't because it was so close to the chest wall. So they tried, uh, to get a needle with a mammogram guided needle,
0: uh-huh. and it.
1: Uh, I just bled all over the place. So, yeah.
0: And you were I awake for that? You were awake for yeah, that? Yeah, I
1: was awake for that. That was nothing. The, the, I was like, never mind on that. So then I went under and they said, we'll do uh, a bigger section. And they, they found that was cancerous. And they did a, 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 a test on it. The mm-hmm. labs came back saying that it was a very aggressive cancer. But it was called it it's called DCIS, which is uh, ductal carcinoma in situ, which is um, it hadn't Sounds broken. Like, it. It's like good Go sorry. stage zero. But it was fast growing and it was only in on one side. So now I'm faced with the, the fact within.
0: Sounds uh, African. Situ. Uh means the cells that line the milk ducts of the breast have become cancer, but they have not spread into surrounding breast tissue damn right
1: okay. right so they caught it at that level which is like level zero so now i'm 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 i got one side that had those fibroid adenomas, and now cancer on the other side i said you know what we're, we're just gonna take both of them but you then did
0: within, you did that within a month yes all right does your whole are you are you just completely freaking out at this point
1: well, remember I said oh, I was going to have these ticking Tom bombs on my chest. So I was like yeah. expecting it. And I'm like, all right, here we are. I don't know that I ever cried because I just knew it was going to happen.
0: It's kind it's kind of crazy. The The brain's crazy. What I'm tripping on is, is I, it, the only thing I can reference it to is like just uh, being addicted to nicotine. But like every day I think about wanting nicotine. Like I, like anytime I go to a gas station, I like, I see, I see the, the, the nicotine. I just look like, I just see it. And I'm like, Oh, hi. And they're like, it's like, hi, how are you? But for you, I'm guessing that for since you were 24 every day, like you just be out there doing a golf swing and the voice goes, you might have breast cancer. And you're like, fuck. It's like that. Right. I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: That's, that's nuts. I want, it's too bad. You can't get rid. I wonder how you get rid of that. I wonder if you can get rid of that.
1: Well, my sister was diagnosed six months before I was.
0: Yeah, that that doesn't help.
1: (laughs) No, I was like, that
0: that doesn't ease the brain.
1: (laughs) Well, and so here, my mom died. My sis my sister's diagnosed six months before, and there I am, diagnosed. I'm like, all right, there I go.
0: Uh, Is is your sister alive
1: still? No, yeah.
0: Oh, good. No, yeah.
1: yeah. She's yeah she, but her cancer was different than my cancer. Okay. She had to go on tamoxifen. Hers was uh erpr positive mine was erpr negative um her two positive uh, it's all these weird things um it tells you how you can treat treat the cancer so our cancers were different our breast cancers were different
0: um when you have the um what would you call it a uh, uh, mastectomy
1: mastectomy yeah Mas- mm-hmm.
0: when you have this mastectomy um do you get reprieve are you like oh good don't have to think about cancer anymore
1: i do now yeah
0: you you felt you felt you felt reprieve
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah good that's awesome all right cool hey that's worth it in itself i'm not for chopping off boobs but fuck like if you can get free freedom from the brain good job
1: oh and that's why i chose to take the one that didn't have cancer where well, my sister took the one that had cancer and i chose to take both
0: oh so Sorry. she still she kept one of her boobs yeah So oh, so she probably still thinks about it I should ask her. Hey, so in one month, you made that decision. I, I think I remember you saying that to Scott Schweitzer. In November, you were diagnosed. In December, you had the
1: surgery. December 10th. Okay. And then then that December 10th, and then we also decided to go ahead and do um, reconstruction, which what they do is they put these little flat expanders underneath your packs. And then every two weeks, they put a needle in and expand it with saline. And so they just don't.
0: Trying to stretch your skin and just make. Okay.
1: Right. And so uh, you go through that. And I think it was April. I had the real ones put in. So it took that long. Oh, that's
0: still, that's still seems pretty fast. And, and, And why did you do that? Just because you just still wanted to just have boobs.
1: Was that April? Maybe it was July. I have to remember that it was July. Um,
0: Like if I had my testicles removed, I wouldn't put fake ones in, but no one sees them. But you're just saying like, Hey, you're used to just having boobs. That's the shape of your body. You want to still present like that.
1: When my mother maybe messed us up a little bit because that's what parents do. (laughs) It was all about what a female looks like. What does a female look like? Females have boobs. And I. She got rocked big time because she didn't have the opportunity to have uh, reconstruction. She had to have prostheses, which are those little fake things, and she put those in her in her clothes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, but it was always, you know, what's a woman? What's a woman? Well, a woman has breasts. And so that was going through my head. And they said, this is the only opportunity that you'll be able to make that choice is now. And short time, I was like, all right, well, what if I make the wrong choice? I can always have them taken out. But I could never have them put in because of how the body is. Ask your question.
0: I'm trying to understand this correctly. So you're saying that they told you that, hey we can give you fake boobs now or forever hold your peace. Yes. Okay. I don't understand that, but it's not my battle. Okay. Go. So, so you decide, so you decide to do it because you want to look like a woman. Yeah. That I mean, that makes perfect sense to me.
1: But then two years after that. Yeah. My kidney numbers started, uh, the bun numbers, like the protein in my blood. Yeah. Started to raise
0: Were the boob were fake boobs. Annoying. Were they in the way? Did they feel like that they did? Did you ever feel like they in two years? Did you ever feel like they were actually yours?
1: No, never.
0: Does anyone ever feel like they're theirs?
1: Yeah, some people do. I've talked to other women
0: and they're like, yeah, they feel like they're mine.
1: Yeah, but they have breast tissue on top.
0: Like if I like if I got a if I got like a tongue piercing, I can't ever imagine like settling into it. You've seen tongue piercings before. And I just can't, I can't imagine ever settling in and getting used to the fact that you had, are they heavy? Yes. They're heavy. You I how actually, much they weighed.
1: yes. I weighed myself before and after. And oh no, much- I actually looked it up. It was 1.8 pounds total.
0: Yeah. Total so 11. I put one pound wrist weights on my kids and I play catch with them for 20 minutes. And, and i always ask them how do you feel they're like man my shoulders and my back and my arms are all blown up and they're like seven and nine like one pound two pounds is legit when it's just like on you i'll hold a seven pound camera for fucking 13 hours of the games i feel like i'm gonna die when i get home
1: yeah, well any crazy anytime i would run because they put them underneath your your packs yeah and and as you run your pecs kind of like bulk up a little bit. Right. Yeah. 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 I would, I would have an asthma attack. I would feel like I'm, I'm drowning. Um, I can't breathe because everything's just closing down because they're being pushed into my rib cage.
0: I, 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 there was this famous bodybuilder who had her breast removed her, her implants. And she, that was the first thing she said, holy shit, I can breathe. Okay, so there is, even though you're standing, there's the, there's this compression. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the time. Wow, crazy. Did you enjoy them at all? No. No, no I not never,
1: ever. No. Because, well, and my plastic surgeon said, well, we'll put these in. And I'm like, these were n- way bigger than I was ever. Did you ever see me beforehand? I'm like, I'm not even a bee. And he he made me like a B plus or something like that. And I was like, all right, these are just hit me in the face too much. Did you
0: try, did you try Were they, did you try to hide them?
1: That's, that's the part of the story where you, you start bending over like that. You hide them.
0: There's this girl I know who I'm very good friends. with. I'm so glad she doesn't do it anymore, but I've been friends with her forever. And she has, she had big boobs, incredible boobs, real boobs. They're, They're still incredible boobs. She's like old now, like me, But when I knew her, she walked like this. And I talked to her one time and she said she was hiding them from when she was a little kid. But now she walks like this. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, that's pretty common. I I wonder how many do you think? Yeah. I mean, fuck, you turn 14 years old and every single fucking guy in the world all of a sudden is looking at you.
1: Well, I didn't have that problem. I bet
0: you. You All women have that problem. That's the nature of being around men.
1: But as soon as I had them out, it was yeah. it was it was heaven.
0: So last
1: year, I.
0: Your husband's cool with all this too. He he he's like crazy supportive.
1: He's very supportive.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You got good job. He
1: is. Um, he's always said whatever makes you happy. Hmm. So, as and he doesn't. He he sees me as me, not as my boobs. So
0: no guy no human being wants to be around someone who's not happy so at the end of the day if you have a girl who has the 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 greatest boobs ever but she's not happy your life sucks or if you if you're with a woman who's with a man who's not happy your life sucks like at that point you realize i mean it just it's ruined there's no no one has a body that's so nice that if they're if they're not a happy person are they tolerable so
1: i mean always i i find that when I'm happy, he's happier.
0: Yeah, my wife's ha- – I'm I'm a mess if my wife's not happy. I'm a mess, and I don't let anyone else usually control my moods. But my wife's is – I'm just like all twisted up with, right? Yeah, if she's stressed out, I'm stressed out. I can't – I mean, I try not to be, but yeah, totally. That's awesome. Good job. Good pick. Did you know Thank you dear. picked the right guy? I
1: had no choice. I fell oh. in
0: love with him. <laughs> oh, oh. I thought you were going to say it was arranged.
1: It was <laughs> certainly not a range.
0: Um, so, so the, the decision to get the breast was, or to get the breast removed was instantaneous. Tell me how long before you got them, did you start thinking about taking them out? Cause you said you had them for two years.
1: No, I had them for, I, at two years oh. is when my kidneys started going bad. Okay, I had them out, um, the end of 2022.
0: Oh, so you had them for nine years, yeah. And and, and did and how, one
1: of them, one of them exploded. What? And so I had to have yeah. Well, it leaked. I shouldn't say exploded, but it leaked. Um. Uh, say, uh, silicone in my body. Is that
0: bad? Is that that sounds bad? Like that? Is that toxic?
1: Yeah. yeah. I think it is.
0: How did it leak? Just you got a shitty bag?
1: No. Um, I had a car accident and that was my fault. No, it wasn't my fault. I was driving, I should say. And this uh, the uh, seatbelt like pulled. I had, I hit I T-boned a guy that came out from out of the side street. It was his fault, but I was driving. Um and so I think it it start it started then and then it leaked for probably a few months before we figured out that it was gonna be um, that it was leaking because i went in to have the nipples created because yeah. you have that option too the nipple <laughs> sorry and the the doctor looked at me he goes this isn't right and so i was all prepped for surgery and he said no this one's leaking and so i had to leave that day and then have it replaced. And they go in and when they create the pocket, it's supposed to be um, all contained. So the silicone should have all been in that pocket of tissue that's created when you create this expanders and then you go back in and you put the, the regular ones in. But I, I it was leaking for months. So that was in October, I had the car accident and it was, um, march time frame so it was leaking for months before it was replaced
0: did he say it was contained yeah but uh, you don't believe him i don't believe him i don't believe how could it be contained
1: cuz your skin's right there
0: i know it's got in in your skin's porous it's not it's not like we're made of like glass okay so um uh is Caleb's skin porous? hey thank you he nodded thank you medical professional um okay so so but but you just at that point did you what year was that did you consider at that point having them both just taken out no i was no
1: i was still wrapped up in what is a woman
0: yeah yeah okay and i went
1: this far Yeah. i was like maybe i'll get better maybe i'll get better and it never got better and it just got worse and i felt like crap all the time and so uh when legends went to um uh mayhem in 2022 Mm -hmm. um I I competed there and I was just a wreck I couldn't I couldn't do anything right I was like last place it was terrible and so at that point I had already talked to my um plastic surgeon and said I need to have these out I I feel depressed I feel sick I feel like my kidneys are failing because of them, and so right after Legends, I had them taken out. In
0: did he, he say me you're batshit crazy, uh, Denise, or was he like there? There might be some validity to this.
1: No, he. They would never address um, th- my feelings about my kidneys. Uh huh. Um, but he he did say to me, he "Goes, why didn't you come to me sooner? I, you didn't tell me you were unhappy." This original guy who did them, he goes, you should have come to me sooner. I would have taken them out sooner. I'm like, I don't don't know these things. I don't know. And I didn't because I was still wrapped up
0: in what is a woman. Right, right. And, yeah, and it's not like you – yeah, you're not – in. I don't want surgery. I don't want to lose my boobs. Um, I got a life I'm living. Like, what do you mean? Why didn't you come to me sooner? Okay, anyway. I.
1: But I have to tell you, yeah, I made, I did every open after all these surger- surgeries.
0: You still did the opens?
1: Every open.
0: Okay. So, so what does it mean your kidneys are jacked up? What do the kidneys do? What what do you, are those important? You need those?
1: <laughs> Caleb? <laughs> um, yeah, he's
0: nodding. Yes. You need them. How, you got two of those?
1: Yes, I do. And, okay. um, um, ever since two years after I had the, implants put in my bun numbers went up, which basically it tells you how much uh, protein is in your body and that your kidneys aren't taking the protein out of your body. Okay. And I find myself, um, I just recently tried to do creatine again and creatine like my back hurt like back here. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't do creatine now. Um, I'm going to have, my uh, every after i had my uh, implants taken out i tried to get my numbers of my kidneys you know to come down um they're not coming down so i have another doctor's appointment and
0: what are the implications of your bun number being high that means you have too much blood protein in your bloodstream is that what you're saying yeah what are the implications of that
1: they're not working well
0: oh okay and and um and are there any side effects from that like that you feel
1: well back pain um but i haven't had a lot of back pain since i've had my uh implants taken out um you had two had two
0: pounds taken off too also which is nice yeah
1: uh tired dizzy i would be i would stand up and i would feel so dizzy all the time
0: oh interesting okay you need to urinate more or less more or less often Okay, I probably I got that. Joint or bone pain. Nope, I don't have that. Muscle cramps. Nope. Restless leg. Nope. Fatigue. Nope. Itchiness. no. Nope. Swelling in the arms or legs. Do you have any of those? Mm-mm. Oh, Not well that's anymore. good. Shit. Okay, well that's good.
1: Uh, I used to have swelling, a uh, lot more swelling in my left ankle. And I don't have that anymore. Interesting. The other, the other option that I said that could make my uh kidneys not work as well as um blood through blood flow to the kidneys um
0: the more time on the assault bike
1: <laughs> but i feel a lot better without them I, I can move i can breathe i i can swim i was trying to swim with those on and i felt like i was drowning they were pulling me under
0: oh those uh, boobs don't float uh fake boobs don't float um, Oh, interesting. Hey, does those silicone bags just go to the bottom, Caleb? Oh. He says maybe so. Yeah. Okay. Do they tell you any of that stuff when you get them? Hey, by the way, be careful when you go swimming. No. No, no one tells you. Because
1: they're not looking at that. When when women get boobs, Mm -hmm. big boobs. Yeah. From my perspective, this is, I'm sure I'm not talking for all women. They're doing it for aesthetics. Right. And so women that are more into aesthetics aren't going to be into sports. Oh, right. Right.
0: I always trip. I, I, I was tripping on the fact of the, I, I think, I, I mean, I never asked her, but I thought Telena Fortunato had implants. And besides that, I couldn't ever think of anyone, any professional games athlete who's ever had implants. There's a, there's a couple There's at least one UFC fighter that recently got implants, but she hasn't won since she got her implants, which is crazy. And she was one of the best in the world. But it seems like a really weird thing to mix together is implants and professional athlete. Very bizarre to me. It's like when I go to jujitsu tournaments and I see women with their earrings still in their ears and they put tape over them. It's like, yo, like if I want to be a professional athlete, you better not like if you want your daughter to be a professional athlete, you shouldn't get her ears pierced. You don't want the earrings getting caught on anything. You don't want that thing being torn open, especially like a combat sport, you know what I mean? There's things that just don't go with being a professional athlete. I don't think um uh fake boobs are um one of them. I don't think I, you should cut someone open and stick anything plastic in their body anyway. This doesn't it doesn't it doesn't sound right.
1: Especially something silicone, which is yes. totally foreign to your body.
0: Yeah. I I guess maybe if you needed a valve, a heart valve or something.
1: So I, I, my hairdresser, her mother-in-law had a fake boob because she had breast cancer and it worked its way out of her body. She's like looking at her mother-in-law and it's like, there's this thing sticking out the side of her body. Her body was, was uh, rejecting it. Rejecting
0: what? The, the fake boob. Wow. Wow. And so it had moved.
1: It had moved and it was leaking out or pushing its way outside her skin.
0: Holy shit.
1: And she had breast cancer. So she, she probably didn't have any breast tissue to keep it.
0: Um, I've twice in my life. I've uh, stepped on something. Uh, the first time was I stepped on a puffer fish and the needle went off into the, into my heel and it broke off and it was fucking crazy. and. And it pushed in really deep. I had been barefoot for over a year. And my foot closed up and I sh- couldn't get it out. And my leg went numb for a day. And then and then that hole that it went into closed. So it was just in there. And a year later, one day, my foot opened up. Like it it made a hole and it pushed it out. It was f- it, but it took a year, but it was crazy. I wouldn't Isn't even that- believe it if I didn't see it happen to myself.
1: I had yeah. that with the, when I had teeth taken out to uh-huh. um, uh, uh, braces. Yeah, they take a whole section of teeth out because I had really big teeth. Well, one of the the uh, cavity of the fillings fell yeah. into the hole. Yeah, and at one point, and they closed it up. And so at one point, I found this filling out in my mouth, and it had pushed its way back out and came out in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> god it's the same thing your body yeah. pushed it out
0: yeah 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 you ever lost a toenail
1: no thank god no
0: oh i i had the same thing happen with my toe there was something i don't on one of my big toes there was something growing up. my wife said it was fungus i don't know what it was but it was just on one toe and another toenail just pushed up behind it and fucking pushed the top one off just like hey beat it and then i got a brand new toe
1: surprise yeah it's there like you go birthday gift
0: so you have the so you have the uh, breast taken out and um, and are you relieved right away?
1: Yeah. Mentally, I'm relieved right away. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um, physically, I have to go through. You know, you, you have a surgery. You have to go through all that crap. You have got to get the anesthesia out of your body and all that stuff. And then within a couple of weeks, you feel much better. The other thing is, uh, I was a little concerned because from Taking the implants out, having the implants in, I was always concerned about hitting them and Mm -hmm. having them break again. So like any kind of chest bar, I would always end up hitting myself way up here for a chest bar. I would never go down here because I was afraid if I hit too hard, I'm going to bust one again. Right. And so then when they are taken out, now you have nothing there to protect you. You only have skin and your chest wall, your, your, Uh, rib cage right and so it's taken me a good six months to i feel like now i have enough muscle covering my rib my ribs to um be able to hit the bar with my chest
0: how are your push-ups
1: they'll never be like what they were before can
0: you do 10 strict good push-ups
1: yes i can do yeah i can do push-ups yeah but it, it's it's a strain on more of my shoulders because uh, I can't really use uh, my chest as much. Oh, so yeah. I, I try to keep my elbows in.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. So you probably get a really narrow. You're using trice a lot and trying to get to the tricep too. Interesting. God. Wow. And and um, uh, how about dips? Same same thing.
1: Well, dips are a shoulder issue.
0: Oh, okay. More okay. More right. than right.
1: I can do the, dips, but
0: because when I do dips, I try. I, I mean, I, I mean, as you get tired, you're trying to like get all the muscles, but you know, for guys, a lot of us will just like lean forward and just turn them into push ups. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Crazy. Um, What year was that you had him taken out? 2014?
1: No, oh, 2020.
0: Oh, tw- oh, 20, two, 20, 20, 20, 20. 22. Okay. So they were in for nine years and then, and then, so how are you doing two, two years now? And so, and now uh, 2023, you won the masters, uh, legends competition. The biggest, uh, the biggest event to find the fittest people, um, over I a- 35.
1: I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Was, that's
0: crazy. Right. After oh, all oh. you've been through. Yeah. Crazy.
1: But I aged up too. So. I mean, I'm, the yeah, but every, and,
0: everyone, yeah. You're the youngest, you were at 65. Yeah. Crazy. How close was it? How close was the comp?
1: It was close. Um, I mean, in second, the person in second place gave me a, and the third place, they gave me a run for my money, man.
0: You like those other ladies?
1: I love them. I love every, every person that I've ever competed with or against. Yeah. I, I love them. We all share. Um, our own stories, meaning that we've all been through a lot of stuff.
0: That's life. what I was going to ask you. The other girls got crazy stories. Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you think the commonality is between you guys? You think that those crazy stories and those hardships are what push you guys?
1: Yes. I think I, that I think that's it. And we all support each other. We have um we actually have a Facebook group messenger group that we that we share I there's like no no
0: are there any normal chicks in there it's like no i everything's fine i'm just at home here baking cookies and um uh and, and working out in the morning
1: or you is it all you can't reach 60 without having some kind of story
0: crazy shit okay all right yeah that you um, uh at 60 in uh something else you were telling uh scott switzer on the clydesdale podcast is that the, you're still you're getting at 65. You're still getting stronger. You're still setting PRs.
1: I set a PR. The 110 snatch is a yeah. PR. I don't think I would have been able to do that with the implants in. And,
0: and Scott said something that was. um so, so I, so last night, um, uh, I, I did a podcast late at night and then after that podcast, I went in and put that on and I went in the garage and my garage was freezing. So I was just like trying to stay, um, warm and I was doing like just really like 50 RPM assault bike and I was doing snatches and Scott said something really f- cool to you. He said, um, we take for granted these numbers and uh, of just like being able to do that. And I'm a 51-year-old I'm man, and in, as much as I make fun of myself for not, not being fit, I'm fu- I'm fucking fit. I can go in the garage, and if someone's like, I'll give you a million bucks for doing 20 strict pull-ups, I'll fucking do it. And um, and I can run down the street and grab someone and throw them on the ground. I'm a little guy, but, like, I you know, I'm a CrossFitter. So I'm in there, and I'm just fooling around on the salt bike, staying warm, watching my Janice Moore, Scott Schweitzer podcast, and I start doing dumbbell snatches, and I get to the 60-pound dumbbell, and I'm like, oh, that's heavy. And I get to the 70 pound dumbbell. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm gonna fucking hurt myself. And then Scott's like, you did 110 pounds. He's like, people don't realize because we're around all these crazy strong people. It's he, he was so right. I like I was. It was the perfect time for me to hear that 110 pound snatch for anybody is nuts. And then for you to do it at 65 is crazy. Yeah, congratulations. I mean, and, and, and obviously the most important part. I mean. Is that you, is you're being a role model and sharing your story with the world as opposed to you know no one knowing? I think because it's because it lets other people know what's possible because you're pretty you're, you look normal you're just a normal person.
1: I thank you. Yeah. I try to be no, I,
0: I, yeah, honestly, normal. I honestly, you look like just some chick who's in line next to me at the at the at the Whole Foods. You know what I mean? You just look normal.
1: But I have to say that CrossFit in general it saved my life because what do you mean when um when my mother had breast cancer and it came back she tried to commit suicide oh and that stuck with me a lot thinking that someone gave up that much and i i was like you know what i i want to be able to show that there's a future after things happen. I mean, things happen to you. And it's, it's how, and I think I told Scott, it's how you get through things is what is the, it's like the journey. And every day you, you wake up and you're like, you know, how can we improve ourselves today? How can we Get through today and enjoy, and be better, and um. That's what I try to do when I go in the gym. You know what? What can I do to be better? And there were a couple of days recently I was like walked in the gym. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to be here. But once you get going, once you get moving, and you walk away from your CrossFit workout, it's like. I did that today, and I feel better. And when I was going through the um, surgeries for um, the mastectomy, I would come in and sit in the gym and just watch people work out. And I would feel the energy, and, the, and it helped me. It helped me survive, and it helped me get better, and it helped me be better.
0: that that phenomenon you said about once you do the workout outside of maybe getting hurt um i've never done a workout and been like i shouldn't have done that it's 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 always wow like you said it's like oh i'm so glad i did that i'm so so glad i walked in the door i'm so glad i just kind of faked it until it that first beat of sweat came down
1: and then i'm like okay yeah Yesterday was like that for me. I was like, it was thrusters, and I was like, no one wants to do thrusters. And the RX weight was sixty-five pounds. I'm like, fine, I'll do it. It was a partner workout, but I had to do it by myself because my partner was coaching. You
0: thru- you, you thruster sixty-five pounds in a workout. Uh-huh. yeah, that's wild.
1: The, I didn't do well. It was supposed to be fifteen reps, but I I did like broke it up five, five, five or eight seven one i did ten five and then there were box jump overs and sumo deadlift high pulls and ghds
0: Uh, is saturday always a partner workout at your gym Uh, yeah that's and i
1: always work out with cindy 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 hinkle she's a um games athlete from our gym too we kind of would
0: she be let down if you didn't show up on a saturday
1: yeah, I guess. I think she would. And would you I'm, I'm let down when she's not there. So yeah, I think it goes. Does she both call
0: ways. you if she's not going to go? Like we she, text she, each other all yeah. the time. Oh, that's so cool! God, I love hearing that.
1: There oh, she I is. saw.
0: I think did I meet her at? Um, maybe yeah, I met she was her. at Legends she, too. Okay, yeah, she looks familiar. Oh, and look at her. She won't even give you any space. She's looking over at your soldier, judging your numbers. I love it. She's staring at you, when you're on the look at her. What, friend, what are friends for?
1: She's always got a smile on her face. She's she's an excellent athlete. She she turns fifty five in August.
0: Did you say she went to the games?
1: She went to the games last year.
0: And you and she took you as her coach.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's cool! Wow, you guys really are close. That's us. And what's the yeah. that's that's a nice gym.
1: What gym is that? Resolution CrossFit.
0: Okay, you said that in the beginning. So you've been there your whole time.
1: The whole time, they uh, are—they have two locations. But in your Belinda is the gym that I go to, and the uh, Matt Elabregue and his wife Vanessa started this gym before they even got married, back in two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. It was a crazy dream of theirs, and they've gotten married. They've had kids and open up a second location. They've got really great coaches. Um they've done we'll be doing Friday night lights um for the open. We've been doing doing that for years. I always will they do it, the,
0: will they do it on Friday or on Thursday? Friday. Okay, good. They, they always them, do Friday. Good. They if they have a TV there have them turn on the Sevon podcast. We're gonna do Taylor Self versus the world.
1: I'm looking forward to that Taylor's me too. Taylor's um, no joke.
0: Yeah, and he's feisty. I love how feisty he is. Yeah, D- did you ever see? Did you ever see the podcast I did with his story? No, man. What? It's like what a fighter. I mean, all, you know, by the time he's twenty, the kid had been through so much. And I
1: have to go back and look at that.
0: Oh my God, it's so good, and he's so great, and, and he so articulates it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he he had a harder life by the time he's twenty than I've had my entire life. It was it was. uh, it was great. Oh, yeah. I was in Lake. I remember my family was asleep and I was in Lake Tahoe. Look at him. Pudgy Taylor. Look at him all pudgy and shit right there. Yeah. What a savage, right? Look at this guy thinks Taylor's going to go three and oh, he's going to beat uh, Dallin, Colton and Jason.
1: I watched his uh, which which one the rope climb.
0: Oh, when we did the Waterpalooza workout. Yes. That- yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Right.
1: Oh, my God. He kicked out.
0: You oh. climb a rope.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: How is that? You get scared?
1: Well, I, I've only fallen down once.
0: <laughs> from how high?
1: <laughs> from uh, 18 feet.
0: Oh, you fell from the top.
1: Yeah, I did. I lost my feet and then slid down halfway, burned my hands, and then fell the rest of the way.
0: Oh, good on you. So you held on and took the, took the burn?
1: Until halfway, and then I said I couldn't hold on anymore. My coach was standing there going, Oh my God, she's dead because I'm laying there on the ground with my hands o- up like this going, my hands hurt. My hands hurt.
0: Oh oh yeah. So, But, but you didn't break anything.
1: Oh no. When I play volleyball. I know how to fall. So you just kind of like hit your feet and kind of crumple.
0: What shoes are you wearing there?
1: So those are, I hate them. Um, my noble um, canvas mid tops.
0: Why do you if hate I, them? They they look kind of cool.
1: No, I thought you were gonna say you hated them.
0: Too. Oh, I, I don't like the company, but I, I, I but I but I don't care what people. There's something to wear whatever uh, they want. I don't like their their practices.
1: Okay, well these yeah. shoes will not fall off when I do rope climbs. I've had. They're all, cool looking. Multiple shoes like fly off my feet because they're not high enough and hold on to my foot. Yeah. Because these are mid tops. Yeah. Or mid rise or whatever they call them. Yeah. Um, they stay on my feet.
0: Yeah. When I um, uh, I I honestly uh I just I I just happen to have really wide feet. I don't care what shoes anyone wears. Um, the, it's it's a um, it's kind of like um, what Greg used to say about soda pop. I don't care if you drink soda pop or if you buy soda pop or if you get rich off of making selling soda pop. What I don't want soda pop doing is is having any influence in the sciences. Right. And so, i i i have I have no issue with Noble, except for the fact that um, they supported they support they've they have supported organizations that support uh, the legalization of child genital mutilation. And by child, I mean people under the age of eighteen. And they it forced their employees to keep their jobs to take injections to take drugs. And I find that just complete. I, I I don't even have a little bit of um, tolerance for that. Like forcing people, forcing people to take drugs. Like I don't, I I don't even, or or child general mutilation. I don't even, I can't even get like, I can't even do a little bit of it. So
1: our company company tried to force us.
0: Yeah. Oh, and you fought it?
1: No, I did not. I had, I ended up taking
0: taking it. it. Which one did you get? I got the J&J. Did you, did you think about saying, Hey, just squirt that shit on the floor? Telling the doctor.
1: I went with someone who uh, my friend that needed it. And so I said, I was going to support her and go with her. We went, we went to like a drive-through where you get it when you're in your car. And then I did get one booster. And then I said, then I see all the stuff that happened at the games with the blood clots. Oh, wasn't that crazy? I said no more. Yeah. So you will not see me get another one.
0: Yeah. The,
1: the, and the, I, got, the, I got I got um coke too. I had it.
0: Yeah, I think I got it right now.
1: Oh
0: no, it doesn't matter. I'm a CrossFitter. Hey, uh, the, real quick. Uh, um, uh, he hates rad. No, no, I I have no issue with rad. I love rad. Good. Uh, sell as many shoes as you want. It's my job to point out crybabies, and I just pointed out a crybaby. That's it but seven you don't understand it's a great marketing tool okay cool it's a great marketing tool to point out crybabies but you can wear any shoes you want and i'm just making fun of narrow shoes because i got i got wide feet that's it
1: my favorite shoe is uh strike movement so
0: oh that i've heard great things about those
1: they're great crossfit
0: shoes wide wide toe box right Mm -hmm. yeah so are the noble
1: ones too narrow for you i don't like their trainers
0: too, too narrow.
1: Yes. They, they don't feel as st- stable. I've got <clears throat> a platypus foot too. So do you have a high arch. Yes.
0: Oh, I have a crazy. Yeah. I have a, did you walk bare? Do you walk barefoot a lot? Like just uh-huh. around your house? Yeah. I have a crazy high arch and I have wide feet and um, I, I don't need it. I don't really need anything, but if I wear shoes that are too narrow, my toes will start tingling. I don't want, I don't like, I don't like that.
1: Growing up in California, every kid our age never wore shoes. Yeah, our feet yeah. would be black as anything because we right. were running around the asphalt and it, I, I remember as a kid we kind of all right we need to temper our feet for a while so that they get used to the heat on the asphalt and right. then we'd run around fine yep yeah
0: that and, and that's what it was too that when I stepped on that puffer fish. my my feet were like I could, I mean I was in Baja California I was in uh, Mexico. And I remember the Mexicans there who were who the, in the fishing village I was in couldn't believe that I could walk barefoot, and they, and they and they were like basically little Indian people. It's like hey, once you're barefoot for a long time, you can do anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. What were was, you gonna say? Was
1: that because we walk barefoot? We, why we have high high arches?
0: Yeah, I think that is why we have high arches. Oh. I think you, so. Um, uh, before I started walking barefoot a lot, I was a size. I was a size a bigger in shoe, and then I, I I think maybe I was nine, and then I started walking barefoot a lot, and my foot uh, pulled up like that. And I think it's because the muscles in your feet get stronger.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Makes sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. So as they get worked and worked and worked, they they do that. That's what I hear, Interesting. and I believe it. Um, hey, so what's the plan for a competition for Denise Moore? Like, what what is the next thing you'll do? The open this year? Will you are you going to try to make a run for the games?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um... My goal is always to go to the games. The um, I've also been in, introduced myself to uh, weightlifting. So Olympic weightlifting, I did the NOA 2. And then um, I just signed up for the um, Masters in uh, Reno. And that's in March. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do that one. But any other, yeah, that, that was the NOA 2.
0: Do you do you feel like you need goals like that in order to keep working out? Like that that helps you. Is that why you do it?
1: I'm a goal oriented person. Mm. I have to have goals. Mm-hmm. If I don't have goals, then what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like doing nothing for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I don't have. I don't. Yeah.
1: I don't, you uh, have uh, goals. Not really.
0: You're, yes, you do. I do.
1: Yeah. Well, you like, have mm- goal? You want to. You want to be on the floor in um, oh, Texas? Yeah, yeah that's right. a goal.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I and I and I want it to just rain money. I want to like open my bank account and see like billions of dollars in there. And I and you I wanna, want to I want to have the best podcast in the world.
1: And you want to be number one in the space?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. All right. You're right. I guess I do have goals, and that's why I get up every morning at seven to do it, to because I'm working towards my goals. Yes. Yeah. I started a new news show.
1: Oh, uh, like I a- love it.
0: You do like it? I, okay, good. I do. It'll get better. It'll get better. I'm still like working out the
1: kinks. The one thing I, I was asking last night, which um, I, I don't think uh, uh, Dave saw, I feel like Legends location is left over from the negotiations from the games that they were originally going to go to Birmingham, Alabama. Uh-huh. And uh, now the Masters are going there. And I was like, "Oh, it feels like a leftover." Meaning that, go ahead. Uh,
0: so I hear you. Has there ever been a big CrossFit Masters event in um, in Birmingham? Or
1: no? Not that, I, not that I know of.
0: Oh, I bet you it's a nice town. I bet you you don't like it because it's too far away.
1: I'm only concerned about heat. That's oh, all. Oh, 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 oh.
0: Location. Oh.
1: Going to Birmingham is going to be like the same as going to Madison for yeah, me. Yeah. It's going to be two flights no matter what.
0: So, you can't, you can't get LA. You can't get LAX to Birmingham. <laughs> I bet you can't.
1: You know how far how? LAX is from us.
0: Is so it far? Like, Wait, where are you? I thought, isn't your Belinda? Yeah. Where are you?
1: It's like an hour, an hour and oh, a half, depending oh. on the traffic. Oh,
0: okay. All right. All right. I got to so, do that anyway, anytime I fly, I feel like. Because I'm in you Santa to, Cruz.
1: Even if I go, go to, to, to San, San Jose, Jose. Yeah. even
0: yeah. San Jose is a pain in the ass. Yeah, there's nowhere. You're
1: on hey, the hey how competitive
0: how competitive is it going to be to make it to the games?
1: I think it's very competitive. I it'll be interesting. I'm hoping that everyone will uh, want to do it. Meaning, some of the old people, the uh, old people, the legacy people, like Susan, Susan Clark, Patty.
0: Susan Clark's like been to the most games out of anyone or something, right? She got like some crazy who's pull up her. She's like, Go ahead, she
1: ages up, and so does Patty. There are a few of us that are aging up um, to 65.
0: And Susan Clark's like the the kind of the gold standard in Masters athletes, right? She's been she's won like five games or something crazy like that, right?
1: Very sweet, too. I like her. Oh yeah, fucking
0: nuts, dude! Every time she's oh good- my god! <laughs> Every
1: time she's <sighs> gone to the game, she's won. Ah, uh, that's something to aspire to, right there.
0: Damn, dang, dang, dang!
1: Great. So I, I'm hoping everyone will will buy in and come.
0: How tall? How tall are
1: you, Denise? Five seven and a half.
0: And how much do you weigh?
1: This morning I weighed 150 and 148.
0: And what's the most you ever weighed in your life?
1: 100 Oh well, god. When I was in college I weighed like over 200 pounds.
0: No but, shit.
1: Yeah. I got wow. When my mom was going through breast cancer, I got I ate my feelings and so I
0: <laughs> 200.
1: I so then Damn. Uh, ap- after breast cancer. Yeah. I gave up. I was like 150 ish, and then I I just kind of gave up. And for two years, I just ate and ate and ate. And so finally, in like 2016, I was 186 pounds. Wow. Okay. So then um, I lost about 40 pounds over the past eight years. Kept it off
0: and what's the least you've ever weighed when you were five seven you have you ever dropped down to like something
1: one forty five
0: okay so so you've always been healthy you, you never never you never dropped to some ridiculously low weight like one fifteen or anything
1: I don't think I could my bone structure is too big yeah my hand like if you put my hand up to your hand it would probably be bigger yeah probably. i
0: I'm... don't embarrass me why are you trying to embarrass me it's my show Where's
1: no my... no I'm at like I a little, have a man I have a
0: little i have a little kid's hands
1: i have men's hands so
0: hey you use the men's bar
1: we used to hmm. before like back in 2010 they didn't have women's bars yeah we all use men's You bars. prefer
0: do you have a preference do you prefer the women's
1: bar uh yeah, yeah um uh, for hook grip i do okay okay but like if i'm if i'm doing deadlift i will use the men's bar every once in a while just to, to you know Mix it up.
0: I I, I I I have a women's bar at my house. I don't like the way it feels. Maybe because I'm just not used to it. I don't have. I have tiny little hands, but I don't like the way it feels. Like I don't. It feels too small. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. ever climbed a skinny rope, you're like, ugh.
1: That's what those ropes were pretty small. So they we have both types of ropes. Um, we have, you know, what fast ropes are.
0: No, uh, for jumping.
1: For fa- fast ropes are those um, for climbing out of helicopters?
0: Oh, no, no, no. I don't know what they are. Oh, Caleb. Will sh- oh, Caleb's not his head. Caleb knows no. all the man shit. That's so we second- have. That's the second time you've embarrassed me. We're getting it to the end of the show and you're really, you're really putting it to me. Small, small hands. So, and I don't know about rope and other man shit. Okay. Fast ropes.
1: No, it's a military thing. Okay. Fast ropes. Um, they're braided um, repelling ropes. Okay. So that they're like. You take two and four sets of two ropes and you braid them. Okay. And they're fast ropes. Those are pretty thick. And that's what we have at the gym. Yep. See Dude. how they're braided together.
0: Yeah, that looks nice.
1: So the, those are our ropes at our gym. And then we have the smaller ropes at the What's other What's the
0: gym. material? Is that really? I think maybe we had those at HQ and I hated them. They're really, are they really slippery? Like I like the rogue mm-hmm. ropes that feel like that they're made out of like um uh twine and w- and my little finger when I grab it, my little fingers actually go in between the I'm not just squeezing, my fingers are getting like stuck in the braids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting like leverage like that.
1: But those it's, break down faster.
0: Sure, the yeah. But ones. I'm the only but does that black one, is that really slippery? Like really slippery or no? No. No, no. okay, all right. You ever got a nylon uh splinter?
1: <laughs> never. No. If never you leave the
0: if you leave those nylon ropes outside like you hang them from a tree outside, that nylon will slowly start to get more and more uh rigid and rigid and rigid until it starts like flaking off like the um the like the other ones and those nylon things will actually like you'll climb a nylon rope that's outside and you'll get like a thousand uh splinters. It's horrible. It's, it's actually kind of dangerous. It's nuts. I've
1: never heard of that. See, I learned yeah. something today.
0: Yeah, well, I had to try to make up for it. I had to do some mansplaining <laughs> for not knowing, not knowing. I did uh, Sa- not know that. Uh, Sevon, you can clip that nail. No. I clipped my son's pinky nail the other day before the jujitsu tournament, and he said, Sevon or he said, Heidi, that's dad. Oh, no, I want to grow my nail like yours. I'm like, no, you are not growing your nail like mine. I've always grown a long pinky nail that's so for, pe- for picking my nose unfortunately people think i do cocaine because of it i'm like cocaine
1: so the one thing i want to talk about is the open okay i really want everyone to do the open because every surgery i've ever had seems like it's been january or december and no matter what i still showed up for the open i did shoulder surgery five weeks later i did the open Mm. um so you're saying so, it can be
0: scaled? Like don't don't like don't use the fact that you can't do certain move, movements as an excuse not to do it.
1: Oh no, I did an RX.
0: Oh yeah, oh, okay.
1: Um, I did like what we were doing, <sighs> uh, wall walks.
0: was Should- five weeks after shoulder sh- surgery? Oh yeah. yeah. No one listened to uh, Denise Moore. She's not normal. <laughs> I take that back. You're not normal. Yeah.
1: But but you can you can do it scaled. Yeah. And um, I highly people were talking about, oh, I don't know if I want to do it. I said, you have to do it. You have to do it because then next year you have something to um, measure against. And it doesn't matter where you are compared to anybody else. It matters where where you are compared to you.
0: I'm doing it for uh, two reasons. Uh, One, I know I'll feel better once I do it. And two, I'm just trying to kiss Crossfit's ass so I can keep getting access to the behind the scenes. So, do
1: you think I'll get you floor access?
0: Dude, there's no, there's no way that they don't. There's it's it, it, in fucking possible. But, but, no, impossible.
1: Well, how do you? They gave, them-
0: dude, and, and let me tell you this: they gave me crazy access last year. Like, that, Dave was very polite yesterday on the show when I was pressuring him. They gave me, like, they let me go with cameras that no one else was going with cameras. Like, when I'm, they let me go in the war room. They let me go everywhere. I mean, they were really, really good to me. But if there's not going to be media pits, and I don't need to be running around on the floor. I just need to be able to, like, if I need to run across the field or I need to be able to do stuff, I can't be lumped up with the rest of the jagasses. I just can't. And and it is really true. Like, I need to feel like I'm a king there. And it's, it's like... Or else, because it takes uh, every little bit of confidence that I have to just talk to every single person I want to.
1: Are you an introvert?
0: Uh, no, but I have social anxiety. Like, like I don't want to, like, I'm not interested in, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not interested in being in that environment. I don't, I don't, I'm not flourishing in that environment as a person. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, I don't want that attention.
1: I think I, I stood next to you in the media pit, like behind you. Yeah. Um, when you were, it was. Oh, the open, oh, I forget what they call it, North Park, uh-huh. and I saw you there, and uh, I was like, you looked really at home.
0: Yeah, I, I felt I felt very. They treated. I'm telling you, CrossFit gave, treated me so, the, the people there. The, the like the audience, the the members of the community and the people, everyone treated me so good. It couldn't it really made it easy for me. I mean, I was like I didn't even like flying there. I hated flying there. I hated going there. I hated everything about it. But once I got there, everyone treated me so good. So thank you. I felt at home.
1: So do you think you would show up at either the Masters or the teens?
0: No. Yes. No. no. But but I really do I, I do you know who I if I want to see I want to see that um I, d- I did actually enjoy the teens last year. There there's uh that kid really impressed me that Ty Jenkins kid. Do you know who that is? No. Oh, I can't. And I and, and I know if I went to the Masters, I would really have fun. I just can't see I don't even want to go to the games because I don't want to leave my kids. Yeah, this kid.
1: Oh. This kid
0: seems so cool. I got to talk with him a little bit at the games. Man, I really liked him. Okay. I'd like to meet his parents too. I just can't see myself going to Alabama. Maybe if I was, I don't know, and leaving my kids. What about okay. you? Do, do you have any? Are you think you'll go to the games? You think if you qualify for Masters, you'll also go to the individual event?
1: Well, I don't have the ticket.
0: Oh, <clears throat> all right.
1: But I will be, um, signing up for, uh, volunteering for the West.
0: Oh, Saturday. and car. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to go there.
1: So, uh, um, last year.
0: I think I got uh, access to do the behind the scenes there. Oh, I good. Think yeah. I, I think.
1: I last year I was for, um, athlete control uh-huh. at, uh, Pasadena. And I was, I was taking off all the, uh, timing chips. Uh-huh. I did that and. Uh, you can really, really tell the um, the OGs uh-huh. versus the new people there, and that's where I met um, Olivia Kerstetter. Uh huh. She was so sweet, and that's why I bought her a shirt because uh, uh, met met her there just to support her. What so. was
0: so you were saying? You can tell the difference between the newer people and the people who've been around longer. Oh, why is that? What what do you think the difference is?
1: When they come off the floor, mm-hmm. the OGs, yeah, take their timing chip off and hand it to you. Oh, and then the other guys just stand there and sweat on top of you,
2: <laughs> and,
1: and expect you to they take need, it off. They
2: need to be serviced.
1: <laughs> and then they're like moving their feet. I'm like, you just, I need to get that out. Yeah. And then uh, I'll tell you at the very, very, very end. Um. The very last day, Cole Sager came over to my my station yeah. where I was and shook my hand and thanked me, looked me straight in the eye and thanked me for volunteering. Cole Sager did that. Wow, wow. And he did that for every volunteer that he came across. Wow. So you see the character of, of certain people.
0: Yeah. You know what's crazy is there's people like him down there him and, uh, and, and like Noah Olson who are just so sweet and people in, in people in the community, like hate on them. And I, I'm going to, I just want to be like, Hey man, if there's a God, uh, he's going to ask you why you were hating on Cole Sager and Noah Olson. You better have some fucking like good reason. Cause those guys are those. I mean, you're, what you're saying about Cole isn't like, like everyone knows that. Right. Like, Cole's that guy. He's not faking it. That's like someone brought him up right. And same with Noah. Did you notice how nice Noah is? Did you have any interaction with him?
1: He he was one to hand me the
0: hand yeah. it to me.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I no, didn't no have a pre, chance. There's to no prima
0: donna in those guys. Those guys no. are like. Those are the guys who let uh, if you pull up to a parking space at the same time, they're not like, fuck you, get away. They, they let the person go in. Yeah, they're such good dudes. I know it's crazy.
1: Too. He was, yeah
0: jet, he was, right i've done nothing but f- fucking poke at him online for three years and when i saw him at the games he was a complete sweetheart to me yeah. complete gentleman waved me over treated me like a like, yeah and in in when i dm with him yeah total class act i agree yep yeah
1: there's, there's so so i'm gonna try to um to do that as opposed to go all the way to texas i don't have a Ticket anyway. So, oh,
0: uh, if 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 you make it to the Masters, uh, um, your husband will go with you. No. No. He got no. shit to do.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we have cats at home that need to be like, taken care of. Oh shit! Plus, it's, it's like they're around here. We have. Four hey, does five. he? The, he
0: doesn't CrossFit. No, he doesn't. Oh shit! Wow. Are you glad that he doesn't, or do you wish he did?
1: I. I wished he did.
0: Uh-huh, if uh-huh.
1: he liked it, okay, okay. But he doesn't like it. It's not for him. So he's out playing golf right now. He plays oh. baseball and he bowls.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I like bowling. I went bowling a couple weeks ago in Idaho. I like bowling.
1: He's he's a really good bowler. He's like, uh, he's had a three hundred. Oh shit! He's an excellent bowler. I suck at a one hundred. I suck too.
0: But I still like it. We used to do. Fin- you put your finger in all three holes.
1: Yes. Oh, uh, but we do finger shit where you just put your finger uh, tips in
0: there. Oh, okay. So. Th- this most recent time I went bowling, I just put my finger in one hole, and I would never done that before. Uh, but I like. You never
1: it. put your thumb in.
0: I never put my thumb in. I just put my middle finger in, and then we we'll just and then just.
1: Oh, and then you put a spin on it.
0: Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. That's fun. Bowling is a so I, good drinking sport. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just. So he will. He will probably never. We just had a friends and family week mm-hmm. for the gym, mm-hmm. and he didn't show up. We had a lot of a lot of people show up though.
0: Um, if if I know my wife's working out in the garage, I'll go in there. To because to, I want to watch her body move around. You, you want the I energy? Mean? I get. I and I just love watching my my wife move. And I kind. Of, I just just uh, and she's like sweating and she's just like, and she's a better CrossFitter than me. So I just like it. She's like doing double unders and shit and kipping pull ups and she like she did, does it. And uh, and she's strong, like it's like really strong. And um, uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he doesn't want to watch you move. Like he doesn't like just want to go. Out, like I mean to, it, uh. I think he, if you can, you should drag him to the master's event if you qualify, because he'll be so excited to see you like climb the rope. And when you come down, you know what I mean? Like, I just, when my wife's done, I just like want to just like eat her like a cat. I want, you know what I mean? Like, I'm overstimulated. I want to just like scratch her and shit.
1: He's that way when we play golf.
0: All right. Oh, he likes watching you swing like he's, he watch. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. Okay.
1: He will sit there and like talk to people that we've been paired up with and talk about all sorts of stuff about me. He'll, He'll talk me up all the time.
0: Oh, good. Okay, that makes me feel better. Okay, so he knows what he has.
1: Yes, yes, he absolutely does.
0: Uh, Bernie Gannon seven on hand size makes it difficult to manage all three in bowling ball. Maybe that is why. You think that's why?
1: It might be. Jesus Christ. How, you know, how, what was the poundage of the ball?
0: I don't remember, nine or 10 or 11 or something like that. Is, is that good or bad it felt heavy
1: usually well my Go husband's ahead. my husband uses a 15 pound
0: ball no no i definitely was not using a 15 i i, I, I think i was lying i think i was using a nine pound ball and i was embarrassed so i made up 10 and 11. um uh, <laughs> um uh when i shake hands uh denise when i shake hands with a man whose hands smaller than mine and it happens occasionally i like i feel so bad for him? Yeah. Like if yeah, I feel horrible. I'm like, oh, that sucks.
1: Nowhere my mind went on that. So, it's
0: good. It's healthy. <laughs> all right. Hey, thank you for coming on the show. Uh stay thank in touch. You. I thank um you. I consider you a friend. I appreciate all your support. Thanks for uh, the shirt. Uh thanks for being a good role model. Um You go. Thank you for
1: problem. having me and allowing me to talk about my story. Yeah, it's great really story. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah. Uh, And um, uh, text me anytime. You have my my number. I consider you a friend. I don't sleep on my phone. Text me 24 hours a day. Send me pictures of your uh, silly cats, all that shit.
1: (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Siobhan. All right, girl. Thank you, Caleb.
0: Have a a great day.
1: Oops, oops. Well. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Bertie Gannon, Denise, you were great. 161 pound clean. I wonder if I can clean
2: 161. Probably. Don't you deadlift to like 225 or something?
0: Yeah, but I haven't cleaned over 135 and I don't know. Oh my wife's texting me. What does she want? Um Oh huh. She said her shoulders been bothering her. Oh Andrew Hiller's with Tyson. Tyson Bajan right now. Oh shit. Oh shit.
2: Oh shit. So I posted he's in Martin Martinburg yeah uh, hey oh can I post that
0: can I post that yeah Tyson's with the slack box guy and his brother Ezra
2: that's cool
0: yeah and and his brother's wearing the uh, Tyson's brother's wearing the uh, CEO shirt oh shit it looks like it looks like Tyson is wearing a, a Dave Castro shirt Jesus
2: these guys are all in on the CrossFit shit Tyson was in my uh, my weekly toe spacer email. Oh,
0: I thought you were gonna say you had it in your dream. No, I wish. I had um. I had a uh, the the pizza place by my house makes a gluten free pizza, and it's a really thin crust that's like crackery. And it had broccoli and chicken on it. And I didn't eat all day yesterday. It was it that jujitsu tournament? And then I came home and Dave was doing, I did that podcast with Dave. And then I ate like half the pizza. The And my fucking nose has been just clogged up ever since. But it was supposed to be gluten free. God, I love that fucking pizza. And we don't have a refrigerator, so it probably went bad. So I can't eat it in the morning. Sure you can. You can? Hell yeah. Even though I can
2: sit out all night? For sure. That's good pizza still.
0: Okay. 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 If you hold on. Wait. Make tell my wife, make sure I tell my wife not
2: to throw that away. Yeah, that's that's for sure good. I'll probably eat day old pizza regularly. Even if it's not
0: even if it's not been in the fridge.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Hey, hey, oh did you see the Dave interview last night? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, it was good. Hey, babe. Hi. Hey, don't throw the pizza away. I'm gonna eat it. Oh no, we're not throwing that away. Okay, all right. I love you. Bye. What? Say that again. Oh shit. Say that again. Hello. Shit. Hi. Hello? Hi. Hi. Had this morning. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna take him to the beach. Like, and and could you get him ready? Yeah. Okay. Are you coming? Um I want to but I also
3: wanted to go to a class at eleven.
0: Maybe okay. Okay. Go go to your go do your class at eleven and then I'll I'll meet you down there or something. Okay. Well it is only nine, so maybe I guess it depends what time we go. So. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi. Hi, Hi. Hey, hold on a second, Haley. Can you hear me? How come the phone's not working? Kaylee. Haley? Haley. Hello? Haley, don't hang up. Hold on. I want it to work again. Like proper. I think she hung up. Hello? Haley? Did you hear that? Did you hear me dial? Yeah. I don't know why it works sometimes it doesn't
2: work other times.
0: There was someone. else. Oh, so did you see the show with Dave?
2: Yeah, I watched a little bit of it last night, yeah.
0: Be honest, how much did you see?
2: 10 minutes? Mm, yeah, probably 15 minutes. So
0: pe- people were like uh so so many people like like one of my friends texts me and goes, "God, you ru- what uh, having callers and ruin the show." <laughs> And then, and then, like, there's all these people in the comments saying how bad the callers were. Fuck the callers. Fuck the callers. Was one of the callers Frank? No, Frank. Believe it or not, Frank didn't call. But I thought the show. I really enjoyed the callers, and um. Uh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Nick, David, you, you. David, that's gonna stick with me the whole day. You've ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good joke, though. That really is solid. Wow. Wow. Nick's that. Nick's Nick's my buddy who just was just always just cock blocking me and stealing my bitches. Nah, that's good. You're good. I love it how well you know the story. Sorry. Fuck. David just <laughs> said sorry to me. Are you fucking okay? Someone check on him. Maybe it's turned over a new leaf. Wow, the fuck is you happening? Got... That De- Denise's story got to him. <laughs> uh, I love the callers, but so then listen, this is how easily I'm manipulated. Then so someone calls me this morning, and I said, "Hey, dude, I thought the callers were great," and they're like, "Nah, the callers were too much." I go, "Really?" And they go, "Yeah," and I go, "Here's the thing, dude. Without the call, with the, all those callers, people didn't get to see you be witty. You and Dave be witty." And then all of a sudden I was like, yeah, fuck the callers. Cause like, you know what I mean? They made it like, I'm better than the callers. So Then all of a sudden I hated the callers, but I thought it was the best podcast I've ever done with Dave. Like I, I, I was, I was the loosest I've ever been around him. That's almost how it is when I talk to him on the phone, except we're, we're even, we're way more aggressive when there's no one around. I mean,
2: it gets aggressive. Yeah. I liked it. The, The 15 minutes that I saw was, it was a good back and forth. And I think I caught like one of the callers and I didn't, mind it it's just it's an interesting change usually it's just the two of you talking i like that he can answer things on fly and do that kind of thing it's cool i, I like
0: it when he tells stories yeah i like them too what is this um uh
2: oh fasting's talk are you watching the super the super bowls today right i think so yeah are you watching that yeah i'll probably watch it just because are you gonna watch it
0: uh i want to say no but i kind of i kind of want my boys to watch it because i just remember as a kid like it being it's kind of like a fun thing to like so that they don't like completely fall out of what's socially you know like going on i'd like them like to see it and, and i used to love the 49ers i never heard of their dude they got a
2: dude purdy i never heard of oh, that funny. dude until all of a sudden now he went to iowa state he's the uh, like a basically a no-name i think this is like his second or fir- first or second year starting for the 49ers it's kind of a cool story it's i love very- it that he i love it that he's a bible beater yeah they they've just been like asking him questions and when he talks to the press they're like well let's talk about the bible today and then uh he'll just it's interesting how it's good it's interesting how quickly he can just ramble off on stuff it's kind of cool i feel like you ask people about bible things and they say that they're religious and they don't actually know what they're talking about
1: yeah yeah
0: did you see this (laughs) yeah i did this is crazy. So this is when I used to watch football. This is the, this, this is the shit that I watched. I watched this guy. You know
2: what made me do it? But one day, I hung up, and I'm sitting there going, hmm, I wonder if these things call out. So I pick up the phone, I hit, what what do you do normally? You hit nine, right? Gives you an outside line. I hit nine. Got a dial tone. <laughs> I my
1: house. And the phone would ring. I'd pick it up, and it'd be Joe.
0: Fuck, his wife is hot. Yeah. By the way, Joe sounds just like Graham Holmberg. Joe Montana and Graham Holmberg are the same dude. And what a little boy Joe is, right? Still at heart. (laughs) He seems like it's like a 10-year-old kid talking.
3: What are you doing?
0: I go, hey, how you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Who is it? it What are you doing? Why are you? Joe's eyes look like he smokes weed, by the way. I'm just saying. That looks like you smoke weed and you tried to cover it up with some visine.
2: That's what that looks like. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Who are you calling me from?
1: He goes, I'm calling you. I'm calling you to say I love you. And I go, oh, I love you. How are you calling? He goes, they have an outside line. I, I check in every stadium. I go on the sideline
2: phone. I found out that it calls. <laughs> so I thought I'd give you a call since I'm just sitting here waiting to go in the field. I don't know what made me do it, but one day.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Why wouldn't he? Because weed's bad for you. Only jackasses smoke weed. That's why. You smoke weed, Caleb? No. Yeah, I could, good. That makes me so happy. You don't smoke weed. I get drug tested. Dave regularly. didn't keep. Dave didn't keep me in check. I kept his ass in check last night. I was on. I was fucking. I was the alpha last night. It's fucking. I was a.
2: Dave was a power bottom last night. <laughs> is the couch like da- like down angle from you? Like, are you sitting up and the couch is like? below you or is it like kind of at your level are you on a stage
0: no no No. i mean i'm in i'm in a i'm in a like one of those chairs it's like you know Mm. what i mean like i could like i like i could like i could go i could go lower but like i'm not like i
2: I... I felt like when he was sitting in the couch he was just slouching and like looking up at you like this oh yeah i could see his, his probably like one head lower Mm, okay
0: my seat is probably like this much higher than his what sucks too is is like i i have all these cameras in here and tvs and just all this crazy shit but i just don't have it set up right so i could show more angles because even though we're in the same room you never get that feeling really because you never see the camera shot oh the both of you yeah or like there should be like one over my shoulder that shows him or something yeah, that'd be cool. Look at Audrey thinks that the Super Bowl is rigged. That's
2: the that's the newest conspiracy theory. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the like uh, the script NFL script. There's an NFL script. Wow, they're gonna make the Chiefs win because of Taylor Swift, probably. Jesus, <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't think that's true.
2: The
3: That's right. The psyop.
0: Um, what is this? I'm not even enjoying doing the show because my nose is so clogged up. What is this? Uh, there was this one time.
3: My husband was coming home for dinner. Dinner time is very important to us. One particular day, my husband was late. And I could feel myself getting a little bit like, you're late. And Holy Spirit said, when he comes in this house, you make a choice of how you're going to greet this man. Holy Spirit says, because you have no idea the things he's had to fight today. So even though you don't know why he's late, when he walks in this house, you greet him like the king he is. Then I hear the door turn, the the key coming, and Holy Spirit said, it's almost time. When he comes in this house, you decide if you are going to be the type of woman who brings life, or you bring a knife. So he walked in and I greeted him, I hugged him, I let him know I was so happy to see him. And he just melted in my arms. He said, let me tell you what happened today, what I've had to deal with. And it broke me down because there's a scripture, Proverbs 31 and 11. It says, the heart of her husband, safely trust her. When you endeavor to be a woman who follows the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit will teach you how to love, how to be safe, how to be nurturing, and how to be the type of woman where a man comes home and he knows I fought out there, but I never have to fight in here. I'm home. There was one time...
2: Wow. uh,
0: Men are so different. (laughs) Like, if my wife came, if my wife was like, my wife would call me, I'll be like, hey, what's up? She'd be like, hey. I'm like, what what do you need? What you need? she would be like, uh, I'm running late. I'm like, yeah, but why'd you call? Well, because I'm gonna be home an hour late. I know, but did you call for something? Tell me something. Can you feed the boys? Yeah, no problem. All right, go call it to you later. And then I just hang up. I fucking pull a piece of salami and some cheese and leave a knife out on the counter
2: and be like, dinner
0: served. Like, I like Is she saying? I think you if if you're you I just think you have bigger fish to fry if like you're tripping on like your mate being late like home from I, 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 is that is that a woman is that is that is that like a woman thing or like like are there dudes who are like that like my wife is just like hey can I go to yoga class yeah go i don't give a fuck like I mean, I, I want whatever makes you happy. Like what she's whatever makes you happy, do it. Yeah. Do you have a podcast? Well, I'll try. To, like my wife does the same for me. I'm like, hey, I got a podcast tonight? She's like, all right, I'll ask your mom to do this or something. Fuck, it's that that relationship. I heard that, and that just stressed me out. Does that stress you out? Her saying all that? Yeah, absolutely. Like, my, like you were going to be mad at your husband for being late. What? Well, what did he do? Yeah, <laughs> he don't
2: want to be late. My He's wife not excited to be late. My wife texted me the other day. She was working, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to be late." And I was like, waiting to have dinner with her, because I was I, just because I like having dinner with her. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, "Yeah, we have a we had like a transport to transport a patient. I'm going to be late coming home." And I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to go pick up dinner and eat." And she's like, "Okay, just pick me up something too, and I'll eat it when I get home." Yeah. If
0: anything, you feel like, bad for her. Like, yeah. Why but, would yeah, you? Why What do you? Yeah, I feel bad for my wife that she can't be with her.
2: Yeah. Now but, she's got to wait another two hours to eat dinner. And it's going to be, like, late, and then we're going to go to bed. Yeah, it sucks. Hey,
0: you better not say something to undermine my story, Haley.
1: Well, did you just call back?
0: Oh, no. I thought you were going to be like, no, this one time you blah, 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 blah. All right, all right. No, I ain't talking. All right, I love you, bye. Well, lucky for you, I'm not, I wasn't assigned to that part. Oh, hey, uh, are the boys dressed? Yeah. Have them, Have them, if they can, open the garage door and have them ride the one wheels around to the front of the house. Don't let them ride through dog shit. Okay. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay,
3: bye.
0: Does she get mad at you if you're late to something? Or like does she like,
2: were you cheating on me, Caleb? No, never.
0: Caleb, you banging some hoes?
2: Never once. No, she's always been so chill. It's like the greatest gift I've ever mistaken upon. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy shit, Andrew. Just, I said, Andrew, can I post that video? He said, Jim has stuff on there he doesn't want being shown on the internet. Jesus Christ. That guy's paranoid as fuck. block guy? Uh, yeah. Of course not. Weirdo. God, he's such a weirdo. God, there's so many weirdos out there. <laughs> this... um. The, the 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 comments on youtube never cease to uh um amaze me so i've been doing this new show and um the comments are fucking hilarious let me see uh this one uh oh, wow let me see the stuff around Rad is fucking hilarious. Um, uh, uh, someone says, well, I completely agree with your approach. But I don't even know if he knows what my approach is. Does it worry you at all that you could be losing athletes? Danielle was one of your biggest supporters. She- <laughs> you Fucking jackass. Uh I'm all I'm only asking to see if you were worried about potential trend. Potential trend, Do you know how many fucking athletes already won't come on the show? Do you know who that hurts? One person only. And it ain't fucking me. <laughs> listen, 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 l- listen. Th- here's the difference between me and, and, and 99% of the idiots out there. I have a neighbor. Under no, I live, I live in a neighborhood where all the homes are multimillion dollar homes and I have a, and I have a neighbor and, um, some people, so, some people don't like my neighbor and under no reason at all ever, am I going to fight with my neighbor? Because I live next to my neighbor and that's like my neighbor. Like I'm going to have to see that person every single fucking day. And I'm going to need stuff from him and he's going to need stuff from me and his, you know, his kids are going to throw parties late at night sometimes. And my kids are going to throw something over the fence and break a window at his house and the shit's going to happen. And under no circumstances can he do anything ever to make me not love him. Ever. Because our living together is like. and not and it makes my life amazing because I'm like that. Because I can get along with anyone if I in and, and it when, when it's when it's best for me. To not get along, to be in the CrossFit space. I say this with peace and love and humility. To be in the CrossFit space, I am everybody's neighbor. They are not all my neighbor. To not get along with me is complete. Fucking insanity. And I say that. And so and so listen, there's there's maybe two people in the world I wouldn't let come on the podcast. It, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, like, I, I want all of these people to feel comfortable coming on my podcast. Like, there's people who won't come on here, but at the end of the day, it only hurts them. I never play gotcha with anyone. I love on everyone. You can go on the most popular podcast show in the space and be the most popular athlete, and you'll only get two thousand views, and you'll come on my show, and you'll get fifty thousand views, and I'll fucking jerk you off to the whole world. And even if I fucking can't stand you, you're still welcome to come on my podcast. And I'm not going to like call you out for getting your seventh booster. Or for being a fucking racist bigot. Like, 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 I'm not going to do that to you. And so this comment worried about a trend. I'm worried about the fucking idiots who are going to be in the sport for four years. And they've gotten bad advice from their fucking agent not to come on my show. Like you, you're fucking yourself. Did you see? Do you think that really is Drake's dick on that plane? Have you seen that fucking thing? <laughs> you think that? Really, why is his dick so rubbery? <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 like your dick when it your dick when you're looking at porn, your dick should be so hard you could chip a tooth on
2: it. Yeah, that looked like a like a dildo. Yeah, what what I I've seen I've seen I've I've seen dicks like that before, and it's like I like. You think he just
0: has a hard time getting it or getting it getting it hard? It, I I don't know. If I fi- may, I don't know. I mean it was qu- it was quite this quite the specimen. What he, he It was, was like he- one of those things
2: you see outside of a car dealership that just like flops around.
0: Yeah. Hey, was he was he, Hey, listen, if if my dick's acting like that, I ain't playing with it. I'm putting
2: it away. I'm like fuck you, behave. <laughs> like, well, obviously he didn't want me, so we're just going to go fuck way. you. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. What did he 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 did a, a concert and he addressed his giant penis. Have you seen that?
2: No, I did not know that. Oh my God. And just the fact that there's a video out there about it. It's so fucking funny. Let me see if I can find it. It just has a massive flaccid dong.
0: Yeah, where where is the um uh, it's a nice it's a nice penis. It's fucking a, it's a world-class penis, but I just am not. Probably uh, doesn't even get
2: any bigger than that, though. It's probably just
0: that. I I It's just weird that it's just so flat. It's just so flaccid. While he's, and do you think he let that out on purpose? It looks like he's on a private jet, and someone filmed it.
2: Oh, I thought he was like in a like house or something. Uh, let
0: me see if I can find it. Someone sent it to me in my DMs. I think the video. Oh no, I don't. Oh, oh maybe. Uh, I thought he was in front of a concert and he addressed his.
2: Video went viral on social media yesterday. That appears to be Drake laying in bed and swinging his penis around.
0: Oh yeah, I thought it was on an airplane. To be honest, but but here, uh, look at um. So, uh, supposedly this is at a concert somewhere and he addresses it. But listen, what he calls his penis—it's so great. Drake's response to the world seeing his rocket. Here we go. Listen up for a second. It's come to my attention that there's a video
3: going around. Y'all may have seen me with the Apollo 12 rocket ship.
1: He
2: calls his penis the Apollo 12 rocket ship. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, oh, shit.
3: But I'm here to clear it up. I wasn't hiding my meat from the world. I was hiding the world from my meat. So now that it's already out there, ladies with gentle hands, where you at?
0: what do you say i wasn't hiding the world from i wasn't hiding the meat from my world i was hiding the world from my meat yeah (laughs) wow hashtag lean into it
2: jesus okay only there's a text message to him that says you're blessed with your voice you're blessed with your performing you're blessed to be you you're blessed to be number one and you're also blessed to have a fucking missile who said that? Someone in the comments? No, somebody texted him that or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen to th- listen to this. Uh, uh, uh,
0: day three, day three of seven. Not realizing this is a rad ad and not that serious. Okay, so so wait a second. You fucking retard! You you can't even write a sentence. A crate you can't even hold a, a thought. Crazy how you mention them more than any other sponsor in this segment. Why is that crazy? If, I thought you just said it was an ad And I didn't realize what was going on So now it's crazy You fucking moron Listen uh, Not realizing this is a rad ad So I um, what, I am the uh, media director Of the fastest growing chain in world history And uh, Yeah it all. I can go on and on But I'll take my cock out of my mouth now And now you're saying um, I don't realize this is a rad ad So It, it It's not even relevant whether this is a rad ad or an ad rad or, or, or whatever. The premise of what I'm saying is that this guy was crying about something that's very, very normal in the sponsorship space. Look at, look at, like, you don't, you don't see me having good dudes coffee. If good dudes was like, Hey, Sevi, could you, uh, I know, uh, uh, paper, uh, I know paper street pays your bills, but could you put a good dudes coffee? uh. Link up on my screen It's like, uh, no I take money from Paper Street In order for them To be my official coffee Sponsor I'm the coffee, I peddle their beans I sell space on my Show for them Oh my god, but they're being such dicks Because they won't let me talk up fucking uh, Strong coffee Listen, every single fucking stadium in the fucking world is either Coke or Pepsi, Bud Light or Coors. They wouldn't let us use Wadapalooza in our storefront. That's a little extreme. You fucking morons. You don't know shit. If you If they let one person do that, that sets precedent that everyone can do it. It's not even what they want to do or what they don't want to do. It's about the fucking law. You can't just be like, hey, do you know what happens? Do you, do you know what happens if um, CrossFit allows someone? They're like, hey, you can go ahead and use that CrossFit name. It's okay. We're just going to look the other way. And then someone else fucking finds out, and they fucking take it to court, and they, and they can prove through discovery that you let them use that, and you didn't defend your mark. You know what fucking happens? No, you don't, because you're a fucking retard on YouTube. The Live and Loud people are trying to fucking get some fucking money to put on an event for these people, and this guy at RAD is a crybaby bitch who don't understand business and is playing the victim. Does that mean he's a bad person? No. Does that mean his shoes suck? No. Does that mean I'm being consistent with the kind of shit I fucking call people out on? 100 fucking percent. Do I think it's an ad? I don't care if it's an ad. If it's an ad, then fuck, it must be really working for the fucking BLM booster people. Because they love that victim shit. I don't. I don't want to be around victims. That's not how I fucking roll. I get up every fucking morning because I'm a bad motherfucker. And I work my ass off to fucking reach my goals that I don't even know I have. I love it that he's a nice guy. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, fucking Benny's probably cool as fuck. Maybe it is an ad. Maybe it's not an ad. You're missing the... I'm missing the fucking point. You fucking YouTube-tard! Let's go on. Furthermore. um, uh, You just need to turn things off. Just because you have a paid partnership with a brand doesn't mean you can't be considered a collaborator with that brand. Say hi to your peptide mongers and coffee pushers. Uh, 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 Pycinian Paul. Now listen, Paul. Th- that's only true if you don't know what the word collaborator means. I'm not fucking collaborating with fucking Paper Street Coffee. Well, that's not true. I did a little bit. I am. I suggested. I asked them if they would make a a blend that was fifty uh, percent uh, uh, caffeinated, fifty percent decaf, and we discussed uh, how the process would be regarding the decaffeination of the beans because I didn't want it to be using chemicals. So I guess I had some influence or some input. But you fucking moron! None of those people are collaborating on shoes. Choosing the shoe color isn't collaborating. Yeah, I know. You're a fucking idiot. And you express it. You know what YouTube is for some people? Just a place to express their idiocy. Um, uh, Let's see. There was... There's another one here. I just love the ones where the people say, I don't get it. Like, like, like I don't care. Like, not, not, not only do I not get it, I don't even get what I don't get. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even interested in getting what you're getting. I don't care. Like, you think that I care if Danielle comes on. You think I care. Like, I hope Danielle comes on. I hope that they sell a million pairs of shoes. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about woke shit. Just fucking pussy. Like, I ain't wearing pussy brands. Every time I see someone wear that, what's that brand? You probably wear it, Caleb. Um, fucking it irks me, but all, all the men used to wear it. Like, guys who have tool belts wear it. What is that brand? Carhartt. Carhartt, thank you. Whenever I see Carhartt, I just fucking think you make people get the injection.
2: They make a really good jacket, though.
0: I know. I Fuck, I was just in Idaho. Everyone wears that shit. Oh, so many of my friends love that shit. And you know what? I love my friends for loving that shit. Anyway. But listen, Caleb still comes on the show. He's not like, fuck you, Sebi.
2: Nope. deal with it.
0: To do a new show, I need, um, um, one, two, three, four. uh, like seven pieces. Like, so I want all those videos to be between nine and 14 minutes. And, um, uh so I need 7 to 10 topics and I only have 4 so far for today's news. So if I don't get 3 more I won't do it. <laughs> yeah, Born Primitive shoes raise my T count. That's why I bought them. They're just the toe box, they're just dope. If I had any complaint about them is is that um if you like minimal they're a crazy minimalist shoe. Like you you like you feel shit under your foot when you're walking. Hmm. So So uh my wife got uh Kevin my wife got a pair of Nike's the other day and I said why are you buying that woke shit. Yeah, that's I, that's fair. I agree with that. Like don't give them any money. Fuck those guys. Uh I don't know uh, I'm buying a BP for tactical games just because they sponsor sevy stuff. Oh, oh, thanks.
2: I don't know what the terrain's like in uh for tactical games. I think they had- Born Primitive came out with like tactical outerwear. They have like a uniform type style. I wonder if they're going to actually start. But if I was running on
0: gravel, I probably would want a thicker sole sole than the Born Primitive. Like it is really, it is, yeah, it is a straight up CrossFit fucking shoe. It is, it's, it's nano, it's nano two, but lighter. Hey this guy this guy um someone gave me this guy's phone number oh dylan Val gave me this guy's phone number should i have him on noah noah Kaniga. oh or did you give me his number someone I gave me his number. someone gave me his number and his the dad's number. white basket that would be incredible i <laughs>
2: know uh, who who's number ten hey you know i'll pass
1: you already got, oh. you know. Ah! That
3: nigga nice, hey, man. Don't get that white boy the ball and get that nigga the ball. No, I can nigga get at the line. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: i Hey, lucky, can nigga? Last time, guys. No, I can nigga. So when they cheer his name, the white people say his first name and the black people say his last name. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs>
1: Holy
0: shit. God, the internet's great. <laughs> man,
3: that nigga's wide open. Gotta pass it to my nigga, man. Bro, the ball gotta go to got- my nigga to nigga, bro. So it's Noah.
1: Uh... Noah okay, can nigga. Oh, oh. Okay. Go.
3: just keep grinding, do your thing, man. I swear to God, we're gonna make it through. <laughs> I watch Great. the
1: greatest white basketball player. No,
0: no. I love the way he looks too. He's a stud. Oh my god! This lady has this. This lady has to say his name, and she, you know that K is silent, dude. But she ain't doing it. She says Kaniga. The school probably
2: all agree. Well, he just he her. Sure her. Has Kaniga. Just- <laughs> <laughs> And how about his first name is Noah? Come on, I know you really just fucked this kid up for life. I'm dying to
0: talk to his dad,
2: <laughs> like, dude, why would you why, What the fuck?
0: Oh my god! Uh let me see what's going on here. Uh, someone's giving us money. I like, I like that. Uh, BP will have a D Day shoe that comes in an ammo can, sand from Normandy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, shit. That's a joke, right? Yeah, I think so. The, the shoe's like $600 for the pair. because <laughs> they can in the sand. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good.
0: The Ridgeline Realtor, Colorado Living. Oh, not a joke? Oh, Just wow. Like, no, come on, come on B people have a D-Day shoe that comes in an ammo can Sand from Normandy, come on Bear said it on his podcast Oh, it's Lecoq. Oh, that's who that is Oh Come on, dude Want me to call Bear just live right now and just see what's up? Let me call Bear, let me call Bear Let me call him Let me see what he says Let me call Bear. Let me call Bear and see what the fuck's going on here. See if I have access to Bear, the CEO of Born Primitive on Super Bowl Sunday. Do I have that kind of access? Do I? Call Laura Horvath, ask her if she's... Hey, dude, can I call you in,
3: like, uh, 20-ish? I'm, I'm at the pool with the kids.
0: It's pandemonium here. Uh, eight seconds. We're live on the air. There's a rumor that there's a born primitive shoe coming in a ammo box with sand from Normandy. Is that true? Or am I an idiot? That is a uh, fact.
2: Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. So the, uh, this is the 80th anniversary of D-Day. Sorry, it's super loud. I'm at, like, a water park. Um, it's 80th anniversary of D-Day coming up. We're doing a limited edition shoe. It's a bunch of it's going to go to charity that takes uh, World, War, World War II vets back to their battlefield. So there'll be the first 500 will be limited edition. It'll come in an ammo can with a crate, uh, a challenge coin, sand from Omaha Beach that the prime minister is allowing us to take back. Um, it's going to be badass, dude.
0: What's the date on the release? And I'll leave you. I'll leave you alone. Um,
2: unfortunately, unfortunately, it's going to be August because it took longer. So it'll be a pre-order like on D Day. Um, and then it'll come in August. We, we couldn't get the timeline sooner. I'm still learning the shoe game. The, the lead times are crazy on shoes. So, um, But it'll be awesome, man. I'll send you some pictures of the shoe. It's it's badass. It's got like the Band of Brothers vibe on it.
0: Awesome. Love you, dude. Thanks for being on the show. Love you. Yeah, man. All right. Have a good Sunday. Later. Bear handling. Damn. That's sick. Crazy. All right. All
2: right. I would sell
0: him some fucking sand from my beach and just say it's from RD. <laughs> <laughs> oops, oops. That's gonna be dope. Uh, pool boy, uh, Sevi. That's my birthday month. Uh, you know you love me. Fuck, I love you to death, dude. All right. I, so I need five more stories to do the news tonight, and then we'll get the news tonight. Um... Caleb, thanks. Great show, Denise Moore was great. Nothing like a nothing to pep your Sunday morning up. A little breast cancer talking, boob removal. Um, see, oh, do uh, do we have a show tomorrow? Oh, you know who? I, uh, oh no, I don't know who's coming on tomorrow. Oh shit, OPT tomorrow, James Fitzgerald. Okay, that'll be good. I feel like I need to make up with him. That last show went sideways as fuck. At the end, right at the end. Brian asked him what's the difference between CrossFit and, and, and OPEX, and shit got fucking squirrely. Do you remember that? Yeah. I still kind of feel bad about it. Oh, can we pay for pray for Scott Schweitzer? We sure can. Uh, everyone head over to uh, the Clydesdale Media uh, Instagram account and send your love for uh, Scott. More to come on that with the uh, news
3: tonight. Go 49ers.